right, welcome to No Quarters, episode 121. It's a motherfucking palindrome video game podcast. You are correct, sir. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And wow, we have all four of us. Yeah. Getting together. Yeah, it's an incredible yeah, feat. We're taking it to 11 squared. Yeah, I'm just going to get out of the way now. This is going to be a loose-ass episode. Uh, Ew, just, just straight up loose-ass. It's a, no, it's a no prolapse, no quarters. <laughs> we, we got no notes. Nope. We got... Nope. We're just... Yeah. Well, we took yeah, a we took just, a we, we took a prolapse in recording, so we have a lot to make up correct. for. <laughs> it was a professional lapse in recording. That's, yes. No one takes lapses better than <laughs> no, us. We're, we're the best at lapsing. Yeah. <laughs> Much better than amateur laps. As, yes. uh, but it's a special occasion. It, uh, yeah, we made it through 2021. Oh, we did. Well, that's so one thing. Celebrate. None of us have died of the novel coronavirus. <laughs> it doesn't also, seem that novel anymore. No, it is. No. no, everybody's getting it. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> no, but, but it's a it's a special episode. Yeah, it's the Fodies. <laughs> yeah, like our favorites of the I year, mean, like coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I can be the first to admit, like it's. I don't know what happened this year, but it's it's a weird ass year, and we're just gonna say it now, like. Some of our favorites might not have come out in 2021. Some of them might have come out 10 fucking years ago. Yeah. Some, it's yeah. like, we're just, what What brought us joy this year? What did we yep. enjoy? Nothing. doesn't matter when it came out. All that matters is that it distracted us from the hellscape that continues to be mm-hmm. modern day existence. That's why I yep. played Project Spark. Especially for so people I spark my in joy. Florida. <laughs> yeah. Project Spark. God, that. That brings back some memories. No, I yeah. did not play that. It is not on my list. Oh. I don't even know if you could. Oh. Did you play yeah, 1 versus 100? Oh, no. Yeah. Weren't they going to bring 1 versus 100 back? <clears throat> They've talked about it. Yeah, but I it's going to be just... for teams. Uh, it's going to be a Teams app. And also getting that many people into a room is still dangerous. Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so this is kind of... Uh, the hangover of last generation ending <laughs> and us being in the first year of a new generation. Well, it's a hangover. All right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, I mean, think about it. We didn't even do a favorites of the generation episode. Like we did like some fucking four hour thing when the 360 PS3 generation ended and this generation ended and we were like, should we record something? And we're like, nah. it's the <laughs> same fucking generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Which yeah, is except, fine. Except you can't buy a PS5 still, so... True. That's true. That's changed. I'm still in the previous generation <laughs> with PlayStations. Yeah. 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 It's really... We're, we're just still in the current gen. Just a few people are living in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, select, yeah. Select few people. And really them, they're, they're not... As one of those people in the future, we're not that far in the future. No, it's yeah. it's not that neat. No. <laughs> that controller, though, that seems that controller is nice on the PS. It's a good controller. I will say a year later, my PS5 still yells at me when I turn it on. Oh, for, yeah. It for, hates being turned on Oh, for being powered off. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. like, hey, you pulled the you pulled the plug. Don't do that. And I'm like, mine no. is on an uninterruptible power supply. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That thing's like, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, I think we told you this once. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's like my 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 ps5 hard drive if i listen to the ps5 like my ps5 hard drive is like the president of brazil it's like you got covid again fuck like it's this thing's just ruined it, it like its insides are just rusted metal at this point and juice 
That's all that's in there is just juice. That <laughs> solid metal state. and juice. <laughs> I mean, it is true. There is liquid inside the PS5. If you believe the PS5 every time you boot it up, because it's just like, no, man, I don't know what you did, but you did something wrong. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're a dick. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, shut you down? Like, yeah, I sorry. Can't, I can't play PS5 forever. I had to go to bed. Yeah. I didn't have one when I was in lockdown when I, when we all actually were in lockdown and listening yeah. to what we were supposed to be doing. I think yeah. the worst punishment of it yelling at you is when it rebuilds the database in like mm. 240p mode. And it's like, at God. least you could look nice when you're doing this. No, <laughs> I don't know why you've not. shifted back to standard dev, dev mode, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And I have the SSD hooked up. So not only like I have the external one with all my PS4 games and then I have the internal one. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, we got to repair all of this, buddy. Like <laughs> strap in. Yeah. You really fucked up. It's like we got rid of load times. We just front loaded them all in repairing your goddamn hard drive every time you turn this thing on. You know, <laughs> I'm on to something, aren't I? I think I you think are. You, I think you are. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you should make a YouTube video about it. <laughs> all caps with a thumbnail of me going, <laughs> yes. like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Million uh, views. Yeah. Yeah. That, that played well on the audio version of me just going, <laughs> Oh, you everybody know the face. Yeah, everybody, everybody knows everybody. the face. Yeah, everybody <laughs> it was knows the, the shock YouTube slash face. surprise YouTube thumbnail face. Uh, yep. Now you know it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could also uh, resort to wearing a dumb costume. I, I find that works on thumbnails too. Like, yeah. go get a dollar store costume. And, well, it's yeah. funny. I've become friends with like, not personalities, but people with like YouTube channels that do it regularly. And they're like, yeah, like the algorithm switches. So they have to keep switching how their thumbnails work because eventually the algorithm's like, Nah, we're done with we're done with stupid surprise face, and it's like <laughs> and, you know with like big comic book type. Like now it's got to be something different, and like the it whole was big YouTube, eyes for a while. Yeah. yeah, but like the whole YouTube thing is basically chasing the algorithm, and it's it's fun. It's a fun it's, game. It's depressing. That's game twenty twenty one. I'm glad we do not care whatsoever about people listening, as evidenced by us talking for fifteen minutes about literally nothing thus far. <laughs> oh, we care. We care. if you're listening. Yeah, I mean, sir or madam, <laughs> we, care we care about, about the our listeners. We just don't we give don't... a shit about playing the games. We I, do right. not. We do not. Care I don't about give a shit about playing the games, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, before we get into our photies. Sure. It's been a while since we last recorded. Is this, anyone have anything they want to mention that doesn't end up in the photy section? I have so something. Sure. Let's hear it, Chuck. Uh, I recently started playing uh, The Ascent. Mm. which came out earlier this year, I believe. I played that on Game Pass. Yeah. I really liked uh, the prequel to it, Descent. <laughs> I was a big fan of that. Yeah. Did you get Vertigo uh, in Descent? <laughs> no, I loved it. It was oh, God, one man. of my favorite games. That game made me sick. Jesus. Mm. Anyway, so the, the Ascent, mm-hmm. Chuck. So I really, first <laughs> the, of all, I want to say that The, the, the scent of the ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did it smell, Farts. the Ascent? <laughs> well, um... Wow. Uh, first of all, that game's really hard. Yep. Like, it you is. fucking die a lot. Yep. Yeah, you turn the wrong corner and you are hamburger. I have, like, three times now said how I play the game is I'm going, if I die five times, I'm going to stop playing this and move on to something else. And that's it's how I've been doing quick. it. I'm not accomplishing anything. It's just I've died five times. I'm sick of this. I'm going to go play something else. So I've been playing mm-hmm. it in very small chunks. But. The main thing I want to say, and I don't—I know it didn't start with the Ascent, but it started recently. I don't understand when twin-stick shooters decided you also needed a trigger. I know. 
Because that fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, twin stick shooter makes perfect sense. I love it. Just move with the left stick, aim with the right stick, and whenever you move the right stick, you shoot. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, maybe you want to aim and not shoot. And it's like, when would I ever want to do that? <laughs> rocket launchers. Maybe. Okay. That's Fair. the only reason. There are yeah. rocket launchers in that game. Well, then I, give me a, an, a, a manual trigger for rocket launchers and just let me spray everything else because... I, I feel like that's... I don't know. I can't speak to this was the first one, but I remember that being a thing with... I, I always speak about Hunter the Reckoning and those that series, but mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. kind of started that it's a twin-stick shooter, but you also have to push buttons because you had different powers. You know, it wasn't just like, right. you know, unlimited gun. It was like, all right, well hit this to do this thing while you're facing this way. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's, it's Actually, still ended up like a whole bunch of mashing on the trigger. Like, to yeah. Your, what to I your finger blood, what I remember of that game was like your ammo was unlimited, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like you just had to reload at some point because your mm-hmm. clip emptied, but, or your magazine, whichever futuristic thing they used, but clip is either in. way you, you <laughs> would have to reload at some point, but you never technically ran out of bullets. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, why not just let me (laughs) spray and pray? Yeah. So, I mean, mean, you know, aside from that, it's okay. I mean, it looks nice. Yeah. It it looks like a thing I was going to enjoy a lot more than I actually did when I touched it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, When I I, I downloaded it, I was like, oh, yeah, finally time to get into this. (laughs) And then I was like, let me get out of that. (laughs) I got pretty far in that game, but... It was like I was leveling up like crazy, and there were still some some missions that I received, like top of my quest list, like one of the hmm. first things I got. Still too underpowered to uh, to undertake that quest, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why did you guys even let me accept it? Like it yeah. makes no sense whatsoever to tell me, okay, you can take this, and it's also one that's like real close to the starting area. So I'm like, oh cool, I'll go do that. And like mm-hmm. every time I come back to that game, I'm like, oh cool, I'll go do that. And then it's like, hey, guess what? You're dead. Like <laughs> you die I think, now. I think that's what I ran into. And you just have to keep replaying the mission until you finally level up. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you breeze through it. And yeah. well, that yeah, was the I, thing about it. Like our experience, I, I think that was the episode where it was just me and Harlow talking but it was like my experience with that was basically you're you turn the corner you die you turn the corner you go the other direction you fucking murder everything easily like and it was like there was no in between it was either like i am destroying everything or i am getting utterly fucking wrecked and Mm -hmm. that's not fun Like, like that randomness isn't fun and the fact that it's not like you know i walked by and there were sirens that went off or something you know like give me some kind of indicator that I have turned the wrong corner and I need to turn the hell around aside from a bunch of guys with skull and crossbones over their head where their level should be chasing me the hell out with rocket launchers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I wanted that game to be a lot more than it was. Cause I know Harlow and I were both like, dude, fucking cyberpunk Diablo. Let's do right. this. Yeah. And then it was like, this is not that at all. This is more mm-hmm. cyberpunk than Diablo and not in a good way. So yeah. cyberpunk then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ah, there is does. fun to be had in Cyberpunk 2077. I will say that. I have yes. no idea what state of patch it is in now, but the last time I tried to play it it was worse than when I played through the entire thing. So I don't know <laughs> where it's at now, but I just know one time I booted it up cuz it, you know, it was like a large update and I was like mm-hmm. 
okay, either I was very forgiving or this looks like ass now. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, they probably rolled in a de-res patch yeah, so that the yeah. game would run okay for everybody. Um, while, while we're yeah. kind of halfway mentioning, let me go ahead and transition sort of in my, if we're ready to do other Fody stuff, just because it's, it's I, old as shit and I have, a, I have a path here into starting to talk about the real thing. Okay, well, I have wait. a I have well, a game that I okay yeah. There's a few things doesn't we want to talk about for, sure, we get sure, to that, sure. but. for Fody. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was going to talk about a thing that I was going to say why how I got to the thing that is not in the Fody list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Um, I'll go ahead and spoil part of my Fodies. I I've been playing the shit out of Skyrim again. If you listen to early days of No Quarters, <laughs> I played a lot of Skyrim. I talked about we a lot had of a Skyrim. section called Tales of Tales Skyrim. Of Skyrim. Okay. <laughs> I I just fired it up again with the anniversary patch and everything, you know, like it, it's just, it's pretty and I've gotten sucked back in and playing it all over again. However, I've kind of like getting, gotten to a point where I've reached the max amount of things I can do. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to bounce around to some other similar things. Maybe I'm more uh, keen on them now because I, you know, I go through these periods where I'm like, fuck wizards and dragons and shit. I'm just like, I'm so tired of like, yeah, fan- fuck them. I just feel like fantasy games, like when we grew up playing games, it was like, that was the bulk of of fucking game settings, you know, and it's yes. like I'm done with this, you know, like, like just we're done with dra- yeah. you know dragon. Every game was shit. supposed to be the next Ultima, right? Yes, and I just feel like it was like just I was burnt out on that that general genre, and it's like I I reserve like okay I'll play play an Elder Scrolls game when it comes out, and that's all I can really handle in that. That's why I just don't really like a lot of these other things. But I was like, well, I did enjoy Cyberpunk. I'm back in this mode. Let me try The Witcher three again. It's time for The Witcher. People like The Witcher now again. Mm. There's a big Netflix show. Let's let's try The Witcher. Maybe The Witcher is now for me. The Witcher still isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish I could figure out exactly why. And I think I'm getting closer to understanding it. That that world just does nothing for me. Like that that lore, it's dense as fuck. They don't do a good job of explaining it, and it's it's all. Everything that I've come across is like, oh, you've read the books and you know all this, like you'll fill in the blanks and it's not good exposition for people that don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I think it's sort of like Chuck's feeling towards the Dune universe, you know, where it's like the Dune universe. Yeah, the Dune universe where I'm just kind of like, I don't give a shit about anything Witcher. I'm sorry. I kind of want to like I even tried to watch the Netflix show and I that is a bad show. I'm sorry. Like if you don't know anything about the Witcher, that is a bad show. (laughs) Hot take. Just, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hot take. Yeah. I just, I mean, drop everything. Well, okay. So the weirdest, this is a little side tangent and maybe more suited to our other podcast, but the problem with the show is like the Witcher is supposed to be the weird weirdo, right? Like yes. he's supposed to be mm-hmm. the, like he's a freak and everyone like looks at him weird. That, that at least that much I know. And yet you can't, you casted one of the most handsome men on the planet <laughs> and everyone else in the show is weird looking. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but the rest of that entire cast is kind of weird looking. Well, that's in the Witcher universe. The good looking people are the weirdos. Okay. All right. So <laughs> well, I'm just saying like Henry Cavill is arguably one of the, you know, the sexiest men on the planet. And it's like everyone else just like has that like discount game of thrones you know casting vibe you know it's just like mm-hmm. oh well you, yeah all right <laughs> like you got weird sullen eyed girl who kind of looks like this person and you got this person who kind of looks like this person all right you know and it's all just dense as fuck and I don't in their defense like apparently henry cavill knows these oh, books i know like yes. fucking memorized yes so if anybody is gonna want to like be a thousand percent in it's him sure. 
I, but I, yes. I have no but problem yeah, with him. I, I'm, I'm, I get I'm, where you're coming from. Yeah. It's just, it's a little strange for like, you know, your freak character to be a super handsome dude who's not, you know, every once in a while his eyes get kind of blackish and it's like, that's about it. It's like, otherwise it's like, oh, look, it's Henry Cavill. <laughs> he's got, he's got yeah. white hair. Anyway, the game. <laughs> so is it just the lore of the game? Like the gameplay? What is it that, yeah. or is it just an amalgamation of everything? It's, it's kind of everything. Like, I, I feel like... I feel like where I was able to get into CD Projekt's broken universe, because they are broken games. I mean, you know, The Witcher was a broken game. The Cyberpunk's a broken game. It's just, it's whether or not you're well willing to tolerate to get to the story, which is what they mm-hmm. do well. And something about that fantasy setting, it's like their jank and everything just pisses me off more. Where it's like, a horse is supposed to be your, you know, main... Uh, mode of transportation to get from place to place other than you know once you discover fast travel but you take it off the paths and it's like it can't maneuver over anything like a pebble will stop it in its tracks and it won't just (laughs) automatically jump and when you're on the roads it's like the villagers are just like sitting down in the middle of the road like just hanging out like and you're just galloping along and it's like hey (laughs) you ran over me and i'm like why the fuck are you sitting in the middle of the road girl (laughs) it's it's all it's like super dumb ai and it's just it's all annoying and stupid and all the voice acting in that game is real bad i'm sorry like the guy who does the witcher is just, i'm doing this and, and that's all he does it's like it's one mode of like speaking and everyone else is just oh i've i've done fantasy voice acting 101 <laughs> find my pad as a, a a friend to a polish person mm-hmm. this is all deeply offensive is it <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm not insulting I'm just, Poland in general. <laughs> yeah. Deeply offensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretty pretty people are uh very uh very looked down upon like Chuck said mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh everyone talks uh like they have gravel right in in their lungs okay. in Poland. <laughs> yeah. So, so I anyway. wish you'd stop making fun of them. Yeah, I just I think this is it. I think I'm this is the final time where I'm like I am now writing the witcher off completely like mm. we're just done like, i'm gonna uninstall it it's like it's not it's not gonna happen it's not ever gonna be for me i'm just and i'm gonna accept that i it's fine maybe i'll go At read the books and then try. i'll understand you should yeah you yeah. should definitely get into those books yeah me and me and henry cavill can read books and build pcs together or something i don't know <laughs> that sounds like a lovely Play some time. warcraft mm-hmm. or sorry warhammer warhammer sorry. yeah yes yeah, yeah. He's the only person Warcraft that can actually afford off. to play Warhammer. That's true. Yeah, he's got Superman bucks, right? And the Witcher bucks now. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, somebody did toss some coins to him. Yes, man, I have hot takes about the Witcher uh, television show as well, but I'm going to talk about <laughs> video games instead. Okay, okay. Um, I was just I, being I will... generally shitting on the Witcher verse, I guess. <laughs> oh no, I I wholeheartedly agree with the fact that the lore is impenetrable and the TV show does nothing to help you with that. Yeah. But it, it, speaking it, of video games, sure. yes. um, we'll get on a rant about the TV show in another format somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's my whole rant. Yeah. Um, right. I like watching Henry Cavill prance around and be you know depressed mm. horse riding man. Yes, um, depressed horse riding man. <laughs> <laughs> the shittiest superhero. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, he's already been Superman. He can take on some other shitty <laughs> superheroes, whatever. Yeah. But I did have, uh, if if I'm allowed a one-backsies segue, I also mm-hmm. played a 
a weird twin stick shootery thing oh. that was feels harder than it should be and it might ease up eventually but um it's called the last stand aftermath and i think it's in early access i was gonna say i've never heard of this um not surprising i believe the previous games were like browser games <laughs> yeah like actually sh- i was gonna say shitty I little like tower stand. defense no, I actually yeah. I really like the Last Stand. I was gonna I was like that sounds really familiar, but that yeah it was a it was a flash game. Yeah, so it's flash like game. Some yeah, mm-hmm. Newgrounds thing. We're one of those. I, I think so. Um, but this is from the the same developers, I guess, and they decided to try their hand at a uh, third person sort of isometric rogue like twin stick shooter to jam a bunch of fucking words together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that gives you an idea. It's uh, of you know how it plays. Um, it's a zombie universe shit has happened this is like you know they've been dealing with the zombie thing for a bunch of years and um you take the persona of a revolving door of volunteers who are infected and going to die like there are people who are immune like five percent of the population like all the other zombie things um but the volunteers are people who are infected and are going to die in a few days and they volunteer to make um like supply runs and stuff for the rest of the living. And it's like, I fucking wouldn't, but sure. Uh, it's very honorable of you. Um, uh, I, I'm delicate. I don't want to get hurt out there. Um, but you, you have like four main areas that you're trying to get through. And um, it's weird because I didn't know how it controlled at first. Um, and when I started playing it, I was like, Oh shit. I haven't played a twin stick anything in a long goddamn time. Um, I am confusion. Um, but it's it's weird because it's really difficult right out of the gate. And, you know, you can you level up stuff. It's like any roguelike light. Um, you know, you level your stuff up, make a bunch of runs, get your base sorted out and upgrade your volunteers all of your volunteers upgrade at the same time um because you're gonna die um but it's got a really steep learning curve at first like i've played a lot of state of decay 2 in the last couple years and um i believe harlow is pretty familiar with state of decay as well and that's kind of easy um you know the zombies have very defined patterns and it's really easy to learn them pretty quickly but this one's pretty brutal and it's also very very dark like the the gamma is really low or whatever but i've been playing you know i've been playing a number of hours of it and it's not quite ready to make any sort of list but it's it's been interesting um and yeah i wouldn't quite recommend it even though it's kind of cheap it's like 20 bucks 20 I think it was $23 on uh, Steam sale, but um, it's scratching a little bit of the rogue, you know, the roguelike itch for me, but it's also like, all right, I'm tired of it being dark and gray everywhere and getting fucking punished for making a single mistake. So I'm only going to play this for like three or four hours a week. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Uh, As compared to like my, like when I play, when I was playing Hades, for example, you know, I'd play three to four hours a day, you know, easily. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you may want to check it out or, or watch some videos of it to see if it's your thing. But 
yeah, twin stick shootery thing with a trigger. Um, you have like limited resources, so you have to like reload and stuff. So oh. you don't want to just be blasting all of your uh, guns at once as you explode into space. Um, so yeah, that's that's the last stand aftermath. It's a it's a weird little thing that I saw uh, somebody I follow on YouTube playing, and I was like, oh, I'll give that a shot. I got twenty twenty bucks to spend on it. So. Was that the game that they were playing badly and it was making you mad? And you were like, I can do better than that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's a different. That's Darkest oh, okay. Dungeon 2, um, <laughs> which is actually really good. So it's on my list for later. But oh, OK. Yeah. I just thought that um, was a fascinating reason to buy a game. It's like, man, this guy sucks. I can do better than you. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately did. I proved myself right. I was so proud of myself. Awesome. That never happens. Usually I am just dump trucked in the face by my own hubris. <laughs> dump trucked. Yeah. Anytime you can use dump truck as a verb is a good yeah. day. Pretty good, yeah. Yep. So uh, I really only have one game to mention that's not going to be on my photies, mm-hmm. which um, will probably show up later, but I'm going to talk about it here anyway and just shit on it for a while so that <laughs> I can get that out of the way. <sighs> Forza Horizon 5, I hit the point Harlow hit with 4, I think, but for different reasons. Because Harlow, I remember, gave up last year because it was basically, here's how every race goes. One guy's going to go out to the front, and you might rubber band and catch him, but probably not, because he's going to lap everybody, and you're going to be in second, and you're going to be like a lap behind, and everyone else is a lap behind you. That, I think I'm just sick of Forza Horizon. And... (laughs) Which is weird because I took like a full year off. Like I really hadn't, like the only time I'd played any of the Forza Horizons or Motorsports was to log in and get my credits for uh, loading up that app every week. (laughs) So I hadn't played a ton of it, but like it just starts out and it's basically like, hey, hey, you're the best. Hey, boss, you're the awesomest, best racer ever to be a racing racer go race and beat everybody again. And I'm like, okay. And then you land and they're like, oh my God, it's fucking you. The best racer that's ever raced a race in the history of racing. And I'm like, uh, am I? Okay. And they're like, you're the guy from Forza Horizon 3 and 4. Oh my God. You're going to win every race, aren't you? Just go out there and win every race. Race like you've never raced except race like every race you've ever raced because you win every race because you're the best that's ever raced. And I was just like, fuck you. Like (laughs) quit kissing my ass game. Like I understand that you probably like, this is a Microsoft product. So you have a billion metrics that people are like, I just want a game to tell me I'm good. I just want it to be nice to me. I don't like dark souls. And you know, like, okay, that's fine. Like, but that just sucked any motivation I had out of playing that game. Like when you just, you show up and you're fucking Michael Jordan and they're like, Michael Jordan, holy shit, you're Michael Jordan, you know? And it's like, okay, like I've said it before and I will say it again. Like Forza Horizon one is awesome because every single motherfucker you meet in that is like, Hey, you're pretty good, but I'm going to kick your ass. And that was immediately like, I must fucking break you. I must win this race and fucking embarrass you in front of your entire family. I'm going to win this shit. Fuck you. And 
and now you're that guy. And I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who's like, no, I'm going to, I'm a scrappy up and comer. I'm going to make this happen. And they're like, no, you're rich and you're awesome. And you're the best go play Forza, you know? And it's like, okay, fine. But like, it just, it sapped any motivation I had to actually play the game. And I know there's plenty of people who are listening are like, dude, it's a racing game. Who gives a shit? Does the car race good? Does it look good? Does it go fast? And yes, everything about that game is awesome. Like I, I have no qualms about, you know, like there's no bones about any of it. That game is fucking awesome. However, like just the writing and the way everything's presented to me makes me go, no, no, I have no motivation to keep playing this. And I, I, and you know, I don't want to drive around and hit some billboard that's placed on top of a building that has a ramp that's a mile away that I have to hit that ramp at a certain speed in a certain car that's going to let me fly through the air for a mile and hopefully land in the correct position on the roof of that building to knock out that one last billboard. Nah, you know what? I'll do that in Burnout Paradise again for the hundredth time, but not the way you've given it to me here in this game. Like, I don't even know. Does that game have seasons? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So I probably have to do it in winter when it's cold and I can drive on the snow and it, I'll go drive on the lake or something. I don't know. The, the seasons aren't the same as they are in four. <sighs> okay. Because the, the train's different. In, uh, Mexico. Yeah. Okay. It's just, the, it's just the higher areas that get snow in the winter. Okay. So it's just, it's just I, I like just, certain areas that are affected by the winter. It doesn't screw up the whole game. I did not even have the motivation to play to find out what other seasons were like. Like I played for an afternoon for a couple hours and I, I dicked around and I was like, okay, yeah, it's another Forza. It looks beautiful. I can't complain about anything graphically. I just, I think I'm done with it because it just doesn't feel like they did anything different. And the storyline is like forcing you into all these things. And I just was not on board with anything the storyline was doing because it gave me no motivation to continue playing. So there's my shit on Forza Horizon 5 section, which I know it, like uh, it'll probably come up on somebody's list because technically everything else, it's a fantastic game. I, I cannot deny that. I just... It gets really good writing later too. Really? Yeah. A lot of the side stories have you know heart and soul to them. It's interesting. Well, that's good because like I... I didn't care about any of that. I like, and that's the problem is like, I, I didn't want to proceed to that point. And now that you've said that I may go back because yeah, I do enjoy the hell out of the racing in all those games. So we'll see. And also like I finished the first race and it gave me like nine cars for being a Forza horizon person who's played a bunch of Forza horizon. So I was like, Oh, okay. Like, like cars don't even become like a thing in that game. Like, I don't know if I've ever bought a car in those games since like maybe motorsport three, because you're just like, it's such a, a pinata of cars (laughs) that no matter what you do, it's like, here's a wheel spin. Oh, I spun it. Either I got a pair of socks or I got a fucking Lamborghini Testarossa. You know, it's like, what am I going to get? Ferrari Testarossa. I know, I know, but either way, but maybe there's don't say car pinata about Forza Horizon (laughs) five. Why? Because it's Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, you have to say piñata. Yes, piñata. Like Chuck. As Chuck would say. Yeah. So anyway. 
Well, I've been saying it. <laughs> I, I will say, like, uh, just while we're talking about Forza for a second, uh, yeah. I like that certain things have slowly shifted. Like, I like that there are little jokes that they keep carrying over that get funnier as the series goes on. Because I don't remember which one it was where, like, you can get the little bonus for hitting the trash can, where it's just like, I, I want it, like, one of the American ones where it's like, hey, trash man, you bumped a trash can as you were flying down mm-hmm. the street. And then, you know, in Australia, it was Binman. And now mm-hmm. it's now it's like Basura or whatever, like Basura Man. <laughs> it's like, it's nice. hombre de basura. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's funny because like they keep slightly changing, but it's the same thing. Yeah, someone there has a has a, a notebook and they're mm-hmm. just like, hey, yeah. <laughs> we should change the, the wording on that. It's fun. It's fun. Also, it's I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like... I like dropping in like I'm fucking the Bruce Lee of motorsports, like eating a bag of chips before <laughs> I kick everybody's ass. Like, I'm sorry, like I'm I'm totally all right with that. I yeah, like rolling I, up I, that I, like racing line. They're like, hey, anyone who manages to beat the 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 driver, you know, gets a free car. And I'm like, fuck them kids and just fucking <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, yeah. I just maybe I you just know what you like need in was, your life. What's that? Razor Callahan. Uh, yeah. That's that's what you need. You need a and Razor maybe that's Callahan just to tell I, you what your I'm pining bullshit. for is is a Razor Callahan instead of everybody treating me like I'm Razor Callahan with fifty million dollars. You know? I, I I don't know. I, I guess I just felt like it was poured on so thick at the beginning of that of that game that and it was like unskippable stuff. It wasn't like, okay, now pick something else. You know, and it's like, no, here now you're doing this. You're the best. Go be the best. So, yeah, just mm-hmm. didn't click with me. I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize to me. Eh, I won't. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. But Do it uh, once, right? never again. You guys have any other things before uh, we get into actual favorite stuff? Oh, I mean, are we doing, is this where we're doing like honorable mention stuff or this is just like totally not at all, even on any list? I have, I have one more thing I want to talk about before okay. we get into those, but if you got something else. No, I was asking if like this is the time, the time for, you know, non-actual Fody list ones. I just figured this is the time for stuff that we've done since the last episode that okay. is not a Fody. That aren't honorable. honorable. All right, fine. I'll go that ahead and throw Things with it no out. honor. I will basically. throw it out there just so, you know, you guys and everyone else can make fun of me. But uh, I bought the Nickelodeon Smash Brothers game. <laughs> we know. We saw that. We I saw know. I'm just tell- the last I know time you we know. The people together. out there don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you bought the Nickelodeon Smash game. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, I believe is what it's called. Clever. Yeah. Um, I can't explain it. I don't know why I did it. Um, <laughs> uh, do you like Smash? I, I Yes, ish. <laughs> like, I mean... I'm not, I'm like one of those people, like, I like Smash, like, but like, you know, like if it didn't exist, I also wouldn't be that sad. Like it, I, okay. <laughs> like, is, uh, can you play as a family from Double Dare? Uh, no. No. Can you play as Mark Summers? No. No. I cannot imagine can you, dragons as him. <laughs> <laughs> can you play as any of the characters from Hey Dude? Uh, who's a Hey Dude? Is that Shia LaBeouf? No, Hey Dude was a hit uh, Nickelodeon uh, comedy sort of show. I feel like we do this every time where I'm like, is that the one Shia LaBeouf was in? <laughs> no. And you're like, oh, that was even Cr- Stevens or something. Yeah, he was the one with Christine Taylor. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I don't. There's no like live action 
people that look like people. I mean, it's all their oh, cartoon characters. It's oh, yeah, it's garbage. Okay, I'm just <laughs> yeah. Uh, we watched you fight as Garfield. Yes, they added Garfield. Garfield has joined the battle. <laughs> How is is Garfield a Nickelodeon character now? Yeah, they own him. Sure, I guess so. They bought it. Wow. Because Jim Davis needed money, apparently. Yeah. Was probably after he died. Probably a state. I don't know. Is he still alive? I don't know. I figure he's dead. I think Garfield's been around a long fucking time. I think he's still alive. Yeah. He, really? I think he just stopped drawing in like 1984. And it's just been a team of interns that mm-hmm. yeah. draws it. Like all the people who tried to apply for Heathcliff and were like, nope, get out. <laughs> so like, I'll go to Garfield, I guess. I thought he, the Heathcliff animators were the people who couldn't get hired on for Garfield. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So wasn't Heathcliff like, like knockoff Garfield? Yeah, no, Heathcliff is Heathcliff the asylum version. Yeah, yeah Heathcliff is <laughs> No, Heathcliff was before Garfield. Yeah, yeah, but Heathcliff oh. sucks. <laughs> All right, was he let, me, let me explain popular? this to you in a, in a way. We're having some fun people, with Garfield. Some people might explain, understand out there. Uh, Deathstroke is older than Deadpool. <laughs> However, Correct. most people know who Deadpool is due to the movies and everything else, and everyone's like, "Oh, Deathstroke's fucking stupid. He's like the guy on like TV shows and bullshit things." And, you know, Deadpool's yeah. funny and stuff. Well, that's Garfield and Heathcliff. They're half right. Well, <laughs> well. But- Hot take, both Garfield and Heathcliff suck ass, so. <gasps> Whoa. Wow. Except Whoa. for the telephone. Yeah, man. Whoa. Whoa. Nice. Are horrible for life. Whoa. Listen. <laughs> right. Ex- except for the telephone. The Whoa. telephone is very good. 9105-JOX-BMF, 9105-569263. Garfield phone. I, I can't go with you on that. Yeah. You don't but have anyway, to. But anyway, you fought as Garfield. I did, yes. Um, Who did you murder in that? Uh, on a, It was like a... It was a kitchen table, and you knocked someone off of it to their. Oh, well, yeah, April was, O'Neil. Oh, I April think. O'Neil. That's yeah, right. You April killed O'Neil, April probably. O'Neil. Yeah, <laughs> you smashed her yeah. with a lasagna or something. I believe I was playing on the powdered toast man kitchen ta- or breakfast table mm. like, with the frying pan and everything. Can that's, you play as powdered toast man? You can actually. He is one of the characters. Oh, yes. Ren and Stimpy are a combo character. Powdered toast man is his own character. Um, let's see. Like they have. What about Leonardo? the royal mounted kilted yaksman? Uh, no, <laughs> that's that's it for the the realm of Ren and Stimpy. I mean, I'm honestly surprised they even went to Ren and Stimpy, but yeah, uh, Ren and yeah. Stimpy popular characters for uh, millennials and older. Well, yeah, but also <laughs> other reasons. But also but, yeah. problematic, a problematic creator. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh really? Is much like it, Earthworm Jim? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, is the guy that made Ren and Stimpy a real shitbag? Yeah. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah. When did we find that out? Recently? No, he's actually an old school shitbag. Like he's been <laughs> He got kicked off the show like after like one season. Like yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Yeah, he got canceled before we were canceling people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um yeah, like they have like ran- it's just it's kind of like a random smattering because like you have Leonardo and Michelangelo and April O'Neil from the Turtles franchise, but like not the others, and you know, it's just kind of a random thing. Like you got Zim from Invader Zim, you got the cat dog, I think, is one of them or something. Mm-hmm. Is that one of them? Yeah. Some rats, I think. Some Do you wild have thornberries? Ed, yes, Ed, there's a Nigel Thornberry. Eddie? I th- is that what it was? Sure. I don't know. Like, that's the thing is, like, my, my Nickelodeon knowledge is, like, I, I I actually know who, like, half the characters are in that roster. Like, Is Danger Mouse in it? No, no, no. no. He was on Nickelodeon when he I was, was a child. But that was more like, hey, let's get some cheap overseas programming that no you know yeah. people sell us for what about Nicholas Lodian 
is Inspector Gadget. I don't. I mean, he is always on duty, so he should be there. Yeah. The Muppet Babies. Mm, No, that's Disney. Disney. I don't know. I have Disney owns that. No idea. I want a Disney brawler. That's okay. When the Warner one comes out, everything's going to get super confusing. Actually, I think they made a Disney brawler. I think it just really? sucked ass and nobody like cared about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, they're they, actually. I think there they, is a smashish like they Disney one. Did. Really? Yeah, I it's think so. Disney yeah. Infinity. No, no, this no, was like well, a. That was. <laughs> yeah, that was like a. I mean, that's a platformer game. But. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm just making jokes. Yeah, I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, that's not going to be on any lists, but it is the thing Aww. I bought, and I mean, it, it it looks surprisingly good. It is a budget ass game it made looked, by you know. The, it looked better than I was expecting, yeah, and it played exactly like things. Smash from what I saw. Yep, pretty much. Like all the buttons are pretty much exactly the same. Yep. So complete Smash ripoff, just like um, Phoenix Rising is a complete Breath of the Wild ripoff. I mean, <laughs> it's like you know. Yeah, but it's better than Breath. And of the also, Wild. whatever that Genshin Whoa. Impact is apparently Breath of the Wild. Also, that's why everyone likes it. Which one? <laughs> the Genshin Impact, that like free to play oh, really? thing that oh that's one of them weeb games yeah it yeah is. but it's also like it's breath of the wild apparently with like climbing mechanics hey you know what as long as you can climb a mountain and your weapons don't break it's better than breath of the wild word so i got a quick board game thing before we get into cool that. yeah my little unplug corner uh played a couple games <laughs> got jen uh involved which was interesting like she actually wanted to play this game uh got one called land versus sea do you guys remember Carcassonne? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is almost like a simplified version of Carcassonne where all you're concerned with is either your area that you're boxing in is the land or the area you're boxing in is the sea. And so it is a tile placement, but it is uh, hexagonal tiles that mm-hmm. all have different patterns with either a blue area or a, an orange area. Blue being the sea, obviously, and orange being the land. Oh. And uh, they're all illustrated like old uh, Middle Ages maps. So it's pretty cool <laughs> to look at the stuff with like weird ass mermaids and like a dragon crawling onto the onto the uh, the surface, that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it's scored by basically closing in your area, whether it's creating a lake or creating an island. And, uh, you know, the number of tiles that you use uh, give you the points. And it can kind of sprawl out because you have, you can only have two tiles at a time in your hand and both players can see the top side, but there is a uh, alternate pattern on the back side. So you could use either side of it. And there's also ones that allow you to play two, two tiles this turn or steal the opponent's tile, that sort of thing. Uh, It's really good. It's a really good game and it's really simple and it takes like five minutes to learn. Hmm. And yeah, problem is it's really only a two player game. I mean, there is a three player version that involves like air. (laughs) Yeah, I wish, (laughs) Uh, but uh, like in the illustrations, there are caravans and there are like armadas and linking them together gives you points somehow. And then there's like pluses. So like there are pluses on certain spaces. So if I were to finish my opponent's area, but I closed in the plus, I would get the plus points. Like if there were three pluses in that area, I would get three points. But if it closed up three tiles, they would get three points. Whereas if the opponent closed off that area with the pluses in it, they would get six points. So sometimes it behooves you to complete your opponent's area so that you can get those points 
and kind of prevent them from building further or getting those extra points. So there's a lot of stuff. And apparently the third player can like steal those somehow. I didn't, we didn't get into it because we were drinking and we didn't care. But <laughs> they um, just like stand over your shoulder and reach and grab your points. <laughs> something like that. Well, well, they're like, they're basically playing the middle, you know, they're trying to get those points and trying to get all of the caravans. And it's apparently it's really hard to be the third player, I would think. But, and then the other version third is, wheel, four, it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. And then the, the other version is basically two teams of two, which I, I could see being a recipe for a lot of arguments, <laughs> but you know, Maybe that'll be fun. I don't know, but I, I would recommend it. It was like, I got it for Christmas. I think it was like 30 bucks on Amazon, but it's, it's really good. And it's one of those that like looks really good too. So, <laughs> yeah. And then when uh, you guys saw when it was in the studio, but you didn't see me playing it, but it's called final girl. And it is a uh, horror filmed single player board game where you are. They've basically, they have a core box. That's like 20 bucks. And then, uh, I wouldn't call them expansion packs, but they're basically movies for 20 bucks where uh, the each set contains two heroines, two final girls, so to speak, one villain, and then one setting. So the one I played most was uh, a Jason Friday the 13th knockoff that's at Camp Happy Trails. So the map that you play on is basically a summer camp with a lake in the middle and all this other stuff. And, mm. and then the, uh, the killer that you're playing against is Hans is his name, but he's basically Jason, you know, for all intents and purposes and the way his powers work and everything. And the other ones have like a, uh, like there's a carnival setting, there's a poltergeist one, there's just all sorts of different. And there's a, you know, there's a, uh, nightmare on Elm street knockoff guy called like Dr. Fright or something like that. And That's they're kind of, they're Actually, like Dr. Sleep would be a real good <laughs> Yeah, knock off Freddy if it, if it wasn't already taken. <laughs> I, I don't rem- I, honestly. I, it might be. I don't remember what his well, name was, but I, I know no, he was like a shiny. He was thing. he was a total Freddy Krueger knockoff. Yeah. Either way, and um, but, but he's a doctor. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh, maybe he's Doctor Giggles. I don't know. Oh no, <laughs> but, no. Uh, Hopefully not but, a pediatrician. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool in that you can pick your heroine, which each heroine has like a uh, different, unique abilities and also weapons like they each have their own customized weapon that fits them as well as uh you know so you've got all these all these final girls that you can play along with the villain which changes the way each thing plays like the poltergeist you can't attack it directly you basically have to prevent it from being able to access certain areas whereas like the jason allegory in this one you just have to basically kill him you know, it's like it's, he's got a shit ton of hit points. So you have to be able to defend yourself enough from him doing massive hits on you. And it's done by you have a whole set of uh, abilities for every single player has a it's called a tableau of cards in front of you that you're picking from that have a certain value. And you have, you know, like six points worth of value. And so, you know, some cards, one card might be worth six points, but it can do a shit ton of damage to him. But then if you've taken that, you can't defend yourself because you can't pull any of the defense cards. So there's this balancing act that you're playing as well as, okay, this turn, I'm just not going to do shit. And so now I have 12 points to spend on the next turn because I know that he's going to be able to catch up to me that turn. So it, to it's a pretty good balancing to, act. To bring this back to video games, this sounds yeah. like the mechanic for Slay the Spire. <laughs> where it's it is like, somewhat. 
you have to like decide how much you want to attack versus you have to defend too. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, and yeah, Slate the Spire is a deck builder. So it's kind of like you're building up, okay, I've got these cards. I got to pick, okay, which one's better for this, which one's right. better for that. But with this one, it's kind of like, you know, all the cards that are available off the bat. Like there's no surprise cards. It's mm-hmm. like something, oh, wait, what's this? You know, aside from if you've gone to like the camp shed, you can pull an item card, which might be a machete, it might, be, you know, which will let you, okay, if you're in one, you know, if you're in the same square as the killer, you get an extra, you know, hit point of damage if if you're attacking them. Or, you know, you might pull a gun, but you can't use the gun unless you're one space away from the killer, you know, those sorts of things. So those, those, are, those are the randomized elements where it's like, okay, this item. And the way you resolve all this is rolling dice. And you can you can spend, you can basically trade in cards to upgrade your role. Like if you, if you missed the role, but one of them was, you know, like a three or a four, you could spend cards to upgrade that to an actual hit point. So, you know, it, it works like that where it's kind of mitigated somewhat where it's not, there's still a lot of randomness, but you can mitigate it for the most part. So it's pretty cool. Like in the in the versions I've played thus far, you know, I, I've I've really only played against the uh, the one killer, but I'm I'm gonna be doing the uh, the poltergeist. No, it's actually it's a carnival themed one with a guy who's like a puppet master type thing, and there's these really super tiny little minis that are his puppets running around. So you got to basically take out all the puppets before you can come after him, and that's the one I'm gonna try out next. But it's been pretty cool. It's a pretty cool is a Gallman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> How how long does a game take you? Uh, maybe a half hour. Not bad. It's not super long. It like honestly, getting it set up takes longer. But mm-hmm. uh, I bought the play mats, which basically, you know, you can just lay them out on the table and then put all your stuff on them pretty quickly, and that's that cuts down the setup considerably. Which you know that's the biggest problem with tabletop games is it's like some of them are just like all right. I'm going to be here for 25 minutes setting it up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, okay. And then we're going to play for 20 minutes. Like that's how uh, intrepid. I think I, I mentioned it in one of the previous episodes, but this is like, that's one where you're running the international space station and things are going wrong. Oh yeah. And it's like a four player game where like one person has oxygen. Another one has power. Another one has food and another one has like energy. Something I think, and you're having to roll dice to, basically builds up the resources so that you have enough of each element or not element, but each thing requirement in that area. But that one's Mm -hmm. like, it's four boards with a spinning dial with all these little cubes that you have to put in all these little spaces. Like it looks cool as shit when you've got it set up, but getting there is like, fuck all this, man. (laughs) You know, it's, it's one of those cases, but that game, I, I tried it single player and a single player, you have to run all four boards at once. And that is not happening. Like, it is just like, no, there's just too much. Like, like the brain fills up and you're like, all right, I think I'm good. And then, you know, like five turns in, you're like, no, I fucked myself. I'm dead. So I think that's one that either needs to be two players or four players to really actually be good. So I don't want to pass any judgment on it, but. Harlow, I pulled them out at Harlow's house, like the dials and everything. He's like, don't do it. Stop. You're selling me already. I'm done. Like fiddly gadgets and dials and <laughs> cubes and dice. And yeah, it's, 
The more pieces, the more happy I am when it comes to the game. <laughs> oh, wait till you see Lost Ruins of Arnak. But okay. I won't talk about that this time. But anyway, yeah. Uh, if you're into board game stuff and you don't mind playing a single player one, Final Girl is really good. Like it's, I think it's, you know, the theme is great and there's enough variability there between, you know, you can play any of the, any of the killers on any of the maps with any of the girls from any of the, the chapters so you can mix and match everything so it's like there's a lot of replayability there it's not like all right we're rolling the dice on this same thing and i'm fighting them the same way that i'm fighting them before it's you know you can really continue to change it up every time you play so it's not a fody but it's pretty damn good so speaking of fodies yes do we want to talk about them now should we should we go hey 2021 you sucked. Let's talk about you. Here's the best parts of you, shitty year. <laughs> I like to talk about 2021 behind his back. Yeah. Which is this year. Right. Yeah. I, I, I. This is the first year, honestly, I feel like I'm like, I have so little to say and I've ranked so little. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was like my shift to board games and that sort of thing that kind of pushed video games out. I mean, I still played a lot of games, but I just didn't have like that excited hell yes thing this year. Well, 2021 took like three and a half weeks and it aged us seven years. So, mm-hmm. you know, it it felt like I had no time to do anything. And then by the time I had time to do anything, the year was almost over. So... You know. Yeah, yeah, and my, my, my main problem is like I've been feeling like I've been playing video games and you know two Nintendo generations ago because everything's on Wii. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, and and me, my problem is I had a huge deadline that took up basically September through December. Like I basically the the past three months I have barely turned on my Xbox, my PlayStation. And maybe that was like part of why it was like, maybe I was just in the wrong mindset to play Forza when that came up. I don't know, but yeah, it's weird. It's a weird year. It is. So who would like to kick it off with telling us some good stuff about this year? Well, I have honorable mentions. Is that what we're doing first? Yeah, go for it, man. In no particular order. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, Nothing. I'm still debating whether I even give numbers to the ones I'm going to throw out there. Oh, I have no, I'm not yet. going to, and there is no honor. Yeah. yeah. There's no numbers here. I'm just going to like start talking. I'll okay. just, I have four things that I picked in the honorable mention. I will start with the thing I have the least to say about. Okay. <laughs> um, this is just a random Game Pass discovery that uh, ended up being kind of fun and charming, and I like a, one of those things that I would not have picked up. I don't even know like what led me to click past the thumbnail because the thumbnail is bad for this game, but it is called XO one. And that is okay. XO like exoskeleton or exo sphere or anything outside EXO. Um, <laughs> and the, the, the thumbnail sort of looks like a flying hot dog. Um, okay. <laughs> like, I don't it know. Does. Yeah, it, it does. It really does. Yeah. Um, I played, I played a little bit. Of okay. This. Yeah. So it's a real artsy game because like you, you don't, it doesn't bother to tell you why or anything. It's 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 sort of flower esque or uh, maybe even a little journey esque, where it's just kind of mm. like 
I don't know, you're in this universe, go explore and figure it out. But you are piloting this little spaceship that basically aliens sent us schematics to build this thing contact style and said, build this, come see us. And we build this thing that is this ball that can flatten out to a saucer to kind of hover and is powered by gravity. So like you kind of slam yourself towards the ground to build up momentum and then, you know, rocket yourself off of these uh, mountains to like keep going. And so it's just kind of this flower-esque, like, I don't know, go here and explore. And every once in a while, like, flashes from past space missions will come up and kind of give you, like, a sort of a backstory. But it's just, it's relaxing, it's pretty, and it was just a fun time. Like, I mean, <laughs> just a good kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't know exactly what's happening, but maybe we'll figure it out by the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a neat little thing. It seemed like it was made by, th- it looked like it was made by three people, and mm-hmm. I don't mean that derogatory i mean it like when i saw the credits it was there were three names in it (laughs) so um it's it's neat it's it doesn't tell you shit it's just you figure it out and but when you figure things out you're like oh all right it'll click with Mm you it's it's a little experimental thing it's pretty cool yeah Yeah. can i just can i just throw a shout out to game pass yeah as like the mvp for the year because oh, absolutely. I, I think everything like, on my list is I mean, <laughs> almost... Yeah. Say that quietly, because I'm waiting for that shit to be $30, $40 a month any day now. I know, but but like, well, it just feels like <laughs> it lets... It's let me... Like, there's so many games that I have downloaded and tried out just because it's like, you know what? It's on Game Pass, man. And now, it, now you got the cloud thing, so it's like, you know, you don't even have to bother with the download. You can just be like, am I even going to remotely like this? It's... It, to be fair, it plays like shit most of the time. However, it's enough <laughs> to go like, oh, yeah, I will download this and experience it the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, you know. Yeah, like if I had played The Ascent and paid $60 to play it, I'd be like, man, fuck that game. But like because it's Game Pass, it's like, you know what? I might go back and beat The Ascent. I don't know. Yeah. It was I think right. Microsoft probably realizes that they're pushing it with $15 a month. You know, when like just to play online games was six or seven dollars a month and also everybody's so fucking obsessed with subscription models that if they get you in they're happy so yeah but i i mean i like harlow's hinting at they've made it worth it yeah i mean they just keep throwing bigger bigger name things on there and i'm just like really like enough i mean like i'm not i'm not looking to gift horse or anything but i'm like you don't have to give us every fucking triple A title like day one, like free, yeah. you know, it's like save, save some of it, like yeah. make some money somewhere. Like, I- well, meanwhile, I have a, I have a friend who's like, uh, game pass is so stupid. Why would you ever pay for game pass? And I'm like, what? You are the stupid what? one. Like, <laughs> Who's this idiot? T- tell me who this I'm person not, is. I'm not telling you. I don't want you to hurt them, but like, I won't I'm hurt like, them. You are, you are the idiot. You, you pay like, Okay, first of all, never pay full price for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can figure it out because um, I'm not going to ruin it for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. But um, there are ways to get around it. Even so, let's say it's it's like $15 times 12 months. So that's like 150 bucks a year-ish for just sure. download any fucking game and play it. You yeah. know? Right. Like basically it's, that's three brand new games. <clears throat> You have spent the money that year, costs yeah. three brand new games and you can like basically right. play. And and you know what? Lots of them. If you're planning on playing Forza or Halo, guess what? That's They're 120 there. right there. So you're mm-hmm. basically only paying 60 bucks. Well, actually now games are going for 70. So it's even. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, but 
I will say it's not a good model for everybody. I mean, some people are the kind of people that like buy a game or two games a year and just obsess over them and that's it. You know, like what I sure. have is what then I will it play. It is a poor and, value for them. Yes. yes, it is It is bad for those people. But for, but people, for people like people us, who like, yeah, like, like touching to sample, all the games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people that like to sample and or just be like, you know, what am I feeling in the mood for? You know, like mm-hmm. it's the Spotify of gaming, you know, where it's like, nah, I don't know. Well, maybe Spotify is a bad example because that's just about anything you can think of. Game Pass isn't quite there <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. there's still a lot of things you can go like is that no mm-hmm. yeah no that's not <laughs> yeah but. but i mean honestly like for 15 bucks a month it's crazy absolutely crazy it's, uh yeah, yeah i mean like impressive. once my my weird upgrade one dollar thing expires yeah. sometime this year finally mm-hmm. i will have did. no qualms Paying full price a month for game. I mean, I'll probably pay less, but I'm not going to. There are enough deals like the $30 for three months ones. I've, I bought like six of those and just stacked them. Cause I was like, all right, let's just do this. I know I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep downloading stuff through this. But I just, I, if it's one of those things where I forget to, to renew it at a discount and it just auto renews, I'm not going to be mad because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> All, I play everything you put up there. I at least try. So, Well, this is where I'll, I'll take a moment to plug our Discord real quick because uh, Chuck, pretty much every time something goes on sale for, you know, for video games or uh, like Xbox Live Gold or the... Um, the Game Pass Ultimate stuff. Like, Chuck is posting that in our video games channel. So, uh, check out our Discord if you're not a shithead. Also, I'm going to go on. I'm going to challenge <laughs> Chuck that he is not playing everything on Game Pass. Oh? No, you are not touching everything that comes in, comes on Game Pass. I guarantee you. You are not there playing are only all a few anime. hundred you, you are not playing there. all. There's like 25 anime sw- sprawling JRPG things on there. Those aren't games. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So there you go. I'm talking about video games. <laughs> okay, so you're playing that new Paw Patrol racer game or whatever that popped up on there. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. If it's on Game Pass. Maybe it was like the bit, maybe games. Ben 10 was the racer in Paw Patrol or something else, but I noticed there was like two things up there. And I was like, oh, good. So, Only one way to find out. <laughs> ben 10. Tune into the next No Quarters, everybody. I'll tell you what's what. <laughs> I guess I can't talk. I bought the fucking Nickelodeon smash super slime brothers or whatever so yeah yeah about that rocky game too i i did and that's actually <laughs> i was gonna say are we doing we're moving on because i that's oh no no okay i didn't creed's on creed boxing's on my honorable mentions list <laughs> all right it, it, we'll go ahead. it really is i don't think any of the oh. rest of us really have honorable mentions so i okay. do i have oh, several. oh chuck's got okay. honorable mentions. yeah okay go ahead chuck yeah. mention one honorably well, let me let, let me just run through my my honorable remasters section because uh, it was a good year for remasters. Uh, Alan Wake remastered came out. That game's awesome. Uh, I played the Destroy All Humans remaster this year. That is a really good version of a game that is unplayable now. <laughs> like the original version is on Game Pass. And I went back to it after playing the remaster. and It was like, oh, no, <laughs> you can't play this. This is bad. So they fixed it and made it good. So that's a good remaster. Hmm. Um, also, the the Mass Effect Legendary Edition stuff. Did and, you play uh, all three? I played through the first one, like okay. the second it came out. And then I was like, okay, I'm take a little break and then get into two. And just other things came up. Did but, they improve enough in one? Like, did they change any of the stuff that sucked as far as they, like... They rebalanced the combat. Okay. One is the, the one they did the most work one. on. Yeah. Yeah. 
they did the most work on. I mean, I know the um, Mako was still in there and you still could just like get insta killed by a sandworm, but you can, but also yeah. the Mako rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I have all thousand <laughs> achievement points in Mass Effect, so uh-huh. I, I cannot, I can neither confirm nor deny that fucking Mako apologists over <laughs> Mako <Yeah>. rules. <laughs> that thing rules, man. I, I loved and it I doesn't. hated driving that thing around in the desert. Looking just for launching off a mountain. Stupid <laughs> shit. Like, I'm thinking about like the worst driving cars in video games, and I'm pretty sure the Mako comes up, like along with the Warthog on probably Halo 3. Mako's up there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's the combat, different. like, I love that I could like headshot a guy with a sniper rifle, and it's like, nope, it was bobbing around, and you missed him. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I know that I hit him directly between the eyes. And it's like, nope. Yeah. I think that's Dice roll. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of good racing, uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remastered, which might. Sorry, Razor Callahan, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit might be my favorite Need for Speed game. That game is just so good. And that remaster is amazing. I need to go back to that one. Like, like I remember you saying, like, dude, get on this. And I, I remember buying it, even though I had mm-hmm. Game Pass, like I like because EA was part of that. Well, it was like twelve bucks at one point. Yeah, I, that and must that's have been when I was like, was. I was like, hey, everybody, buy this. Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure honest, I bought it then. Honestly, that's why I haven't bought the Mass Effect thing because it's like, I know eventually it's just going to show up there and stay it's there. out this month. Yeah. Yep. Have they? Yeah. Have they redone the Most Wanted, the Criterion version of Most Wanted? No. No. Damn. In theory, that would be next. That's when I feel like I gave the shortest end of the stick to because. Mm-hmm. It was like, these are the guys who made Burnout Paradise and they're making a Need for Speed game. Mm-hmm. And then I played it and I was like, this is not Burnout Paradise. Fuck <laughs> this thing. But I feel like I probably judged it harshly because of its lineage. Yeah. Like I, I feel like if I went back now, <laughs> that it game might is be so better. Soulless. <laughs> really? Yeah. That game it's, just... Compared to Burnout Paradise, yes, yeah. it has no soul, but it's a good Need for Speed game. Okay. I played that game to completion. But yeah, so. but that one's not backwards compatible either. That's one that like no. vanished into yeah. the ether of time. Yeah. So, oh well. I jumped back into that because they were shutting the servers down, I think, and uh, mm-hmm. just tooled around in a little bit. But I had pretty much done everything I needed to do. So Yeah, I don't even know where my 360 is to be able to hook it back up. I think I'd have to fish it out of the sun in order to play <laughs> there it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. We launched it into the sun. I remember. Actually, I remember that, that that Need for Speed, the one, whichever the Criterion one, had a really good soundtrack. That was most was wanted. Positive. It, it was yeah. uh, that was the other thing they they made it Need for Speed most wanted in the same generation that they had Need most for Speed wanted. most wanted. Right. Yeah. Razor Callahan edition. Yeah. It yeah. was confusing. Yeah. It was a dick move. <laughs> is what it was. They knew what we wanted and we were denied. Yeah. Is is that all of your remasters? Yes, those oh, four. Is is that your entire honorable mention section? Is no, I have I have three oh. honorable actual <laughs> okay. actual honorable mentions. All right, well let, let me talk about well, BJ. Has that what? what oh, BJ? Oh, sorry, you have BJ definitely mention. has a look oh, like BJ shit. wants to speak about something. Okay, right. Um, my honorable mention this year is um, is not a remaster. Uh, it is uh, Stern's Godzilla Pinball, uh, which came oh, out of man. fucking nowhere, and. Um, I was the first time I played it, I didn't think it was all that great. And then I got a chance to play it with Chuck at my side. 
And as all things, uh, it was it was better with Chuck. Did he did he kaiju explain everything to you? <laughs> no, Chuck no. was very good about that. Oh, okay. um, he just let me play. Was he like? Um, was he leaning over? He's like, "That's Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> that's Chappie. Um, <laughs> that's King Ghidorah." <laughs> right now, I I know who the major players in the in the Godzilla verse okay. are. Oh, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> but this is a, this is a is this the brand new Stern table? It is the brand new Stern table, okay. and um, I mean probably not now. Like it's been a week. They probably have another one out. Rush. Now. Yeah. They just announced Rush. They so. did just announce Rush, but yeah. it was brand new. Um, in what November. September Harlow Sep- when we yeah. went sure. when we went yeah, to yeah, the he um, said he'd only had it like a week so. the palace of pinballs mm-hmm. um, and yeah it's just a really fantastic table like everything is really good the theming is really strong music's I awesome pick, I love that you can pick English and Japanese before you even start it, <laughs> that's, yep, yep. that's awesome um, and it doesn't play like a you know like a terribly like a modern stern table it's really good um yeah and like i said it was much better the second time i got to play it and i think that's just because i maybe the rarity made me go pay more attention when i was when i was playing it because it was really hard to get a chance to um to play it at uh i almost said game warp uh free free play Play florida this year (laughs) but um and also you know just the it was a struggle to get down there for me and uh but it was it was a really good time it's a really like it's a really strong table all the shots feel good all the toys are great um and you know stern's doing the stern's been doing the like big lcd screens and everything Mm -hmm. on that is awesome um plus it integrates with the new stern not quite an app it's a website (laughs) but not really (laughs) which people seem to like i think it's a dumb thing but i think i think it's neat I think it's neat, but they fucking failed miserably with the implementation, in my opinion, because it's not an app. It should be an app. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no reason it should be a QR code that takes you to a fucking website in 2021. Um, <laughs> but Correct. the table's awesome. So uh, if you get a chance... Uh, you go to a website and get a QR code? Because you show the QR code to the table, right? Right. You right. scan a QR yeah, code yeah, okay. to get to yeah. the website, oh. and then you scan a different QR code to Shoots log in. F- right. Okay. Yeah, you just yeah. put your your phone up like the yeah. website gives you a QR code, but mm-hmm. just having to load a fucking website in 2021 is is stupid for something like that. It should just be an application. But I, I still think we need to get back to like remember the bump. Remember when the phones had the bump thing and you could do yeah like I remember the, the bump yeah yeah. Well, like yeah. we need to get back to something like that where it's like a a secure quick you know connection that that's that's like completely temporary you know so you could like just boop your phone to it and it's like i'm not gonna remember your phone or stealing technology yeah that's what i'm saying like uh, yeah that's what yeah what the booping was yeah in f (laughs) nfc your field community nfc thank you yeah Yeah. nfc and nft not nfts no um i will sell you a link to an nfc um but (laughs) nfc the rfid stuff like with apple pay and um Apple AirDrop is supposed to be secure, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean like secure you know, a, enough. A, a a platform agnostic thing. Like if we want to use some sort of NFC, like I'm just saying yeah. we need to come up with a way where it's like QR codes and stuff like that are stupid. We need a little like when you when you're walking around the mall and you're like, Oh, I like the look of that ad thing, you just walk up and tap your phone to the thing, you know, to the 
to the whatever the side of the or, store or something. You know? <laughs> the yeah, board well, that's or whatever. That's what the NFC tags yeah. were supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but and now yeah. that Apple supports it, then we should be good to go. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Yes. Um, it should be an app, just an app, and you wave your fucking phone over it. But it's not. <laughs> but the more important thing is Godzilla fucking rips, and you should go out and play it. I mean, maybe. Not right now, but as soon as you, <laughs> oh yeah, as soon no. as you find a, a safe time and place to go play it, yeah. when the um, next window opens, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's worth a trip. Yeah, um, BJ says you've got to go, go go Godzilla. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great table. Yes. Well, good. It would make my list if I had thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not going to rearrange it now. So nope. I win. Yeah. All right. Um, any other honorables before? Yeah, I only got a couple things. Okay. Uh, Man Eater. All you guys talked about it last year. I finally Man played Eater. it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creator of Man Eater, like the uh, head of the studio, is a shithead. However, yes. that game's great. That team made a great game. That game is mm-hmm. really, really stupid, and I love it. And and I actually had bought the DLC before um, all the shit about that guy came out, but I have yet mm-hmm. to play it. But I feel I like I just started it. I need to go back and do that. It's goofy as shit. <laughs> I, and that's the thing. Like, you know, we lamented B games that just go for it. You know, like it, the gold standard for me will always be Driver San Francisco, where it's just like this team was just like, you know what would be really fucking crazy? And they got to do it. That is the best creative decision that has ever been made. I agree. <laughs> like, like first on the list, putting uh, Paradise City opening Burnout Paradise. Yes, one of the, like the best game decision ever. Like, like mm-hmm. the best design decision ever. And number two is uh, Coma Powers in <laughs> Driver San Francisco. Yep. <laughs> like, like they're like everybody else is like, all right, you're shooting for number three. You're not topping these two, so just fucking go home. Unless like unless you're aiming for three, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, played Man Eater, loved it. Um, still an honorable mention. Uh, the other one is Ghost Runner. Uh, this is not a game many people have played because it's hard as shit, and it's basically <laughs> like what it's it's like speed run the game, except if you had to actually execute the speed run in order to progress in the game. And luckily, mm. the checkpoints aren't that far apart. But they're enough. This is a first-person shooter where you have a bunch of different powers that allow you to basically warp to the guys you're trying to kill. You have a sword that you're trying to kill them with, but one shot will kill you. So it is basically like you have to have the perfect run each time. And, you know, you have parkour, wall running, powers, all that sort of stuff set in some cyberpunk future bullshit, whatever. But... It's kind of like if you imagine uh, like how Hotline Miami was, where it was like, okay, you just got to do this sequence of things to beat this room, and then you move on. That's kind of it, except in a 3D world that's kind of like Mirror's Edge controlling, but if you had a sword and you can like fucking slice a dude's head off, and one shot will kill you. So it's it's good, it's hard, but it's really cool looking, and I... It was one of those that, like, I should have been just like, okay, I'm snapping this controller in half now because I'm so sick of dying. But it's also like, every time I was like, you know what? I think I know what I did wrong and I know how I can beat it this next time. And so it's one of those types of games. So I enjoyed the hell out of that. So 
that be uh let me think i'm looking at my list and that's it so i'm throwing on honorable mentions everything else i'm like yeah we're good yeah it's good yeah everything else i like i'm i'm satisfied with the five i'm gonna give you well i have two on here that i i don't even know what i'm supposed to mention them because i'm pretty sure i know that they're i know that they're both going to show up on chuck's list later <laughs> so i'll just go ahead and mention them quickly because i know they're going to get okay. discussed more um yeah. but there's still an honorable mentions for me and that's the squares guardians of the galaxy game or mm-hmm. i know so it's whatever um and the artful escape um i know i know uh <laughs> i'm just i'm just I, i'm allowed, looking at chuck's but... I'm, I'm gauging chuck's reactions to both of those things uh just smiling they're they're on they're on my honorable mentions i think that's all i'm going to say for now and i'll wait till they're the last thing that's on my honorable mentions, believe it or not, is that Creed boxing game. Uh, <laughs> don't even want to remember what the hell it was. The thing that started off as the VR game, the Creed Legends boxing champ, big being Legends, Rumble boxing something. I don't know. Creed game. I gotta admit, Creed I know game. absolutely nothing about this. It was a VR game that came out around the time Creed Two came out in theaters. Okay. Uh, for like PSVR and Oculus or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then they were like, "Oh shit, nobody's doing VR. We should probably." take this game and make it a not VR game. And so like what a year and a half later they did. Uh, it was a while later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It came out now when yeah. like there's no creed anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, it's not a great game, but it's a fun game. Like if you liked like ready to rumble boxing and things like that, like the arcade ass boxing games back in the day, I think you might like this. Cause it's like, it's a lot of like, not necessarily tech- technical style fighting like a fight night kind of thing, even though that's kind of arcadey too. But this is a lot more just like, oh, you have a light, a heavy, and a block, or you know, <laughs> kind of thing. And it's like, and then you have like stupid special moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just goofy. And I mean, they actually got like Michael B. Jordan to do the voices, but then like nobody else basically. <laughs> so Aww. it's it's kind of fun, like trying to pick like. I'm, t- I'm telling you that now just so you can save yourself the like, because there's a couple of people who are like, is that them? I didn't. And then you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, because like the guy who's doing Rocky is like pretty good sometimes. Like to the point where I was like, did they just snag some old clips? And then every once in a while I was like, oh, that is so not. That's like BJ doing Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, like every once in a while I was just like, oh shit, that is like, that sounds exactly like it was pulled from a movie or something. But yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but it's, it's a dumb, fun little game. I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of those where like I hit a certain point and like unlocking things where I was like, I think I'm done with this like forever now. Like I, I, I've got my $15 or whatever I spent on it worth. I'm, I'm now done with this. Uh, and I just uninstalled yeah. it and was like, I'm good. That game kind of reminds me of that VR boxing game from arcades from about 10 or 12 maybe 15 years ago. I you don't know. I'm getting actually old. like swing your arms. Yeah. The one where you hold the, you know. Where you hold those really heavy boxing yeah. glove things, yeah, yeah, because it's like it's it's simple in all of the ways that you that you execute anything, mm-hmm. but also you know difficult enough to not be just you know walking all over the computer every time. Right. No, there, like there's there's different fighters with like different tactics, so it kind of almost feels more like a fighting game where it's like, oh, this is the big brawler guy. He's gonna like try to hug me, or he's got unblockable shit, or something like that. You know, so you gotta like bob and weave a lot. Um, it's like yeah, punch it's, out. It's fun. I will say there is like there is one mechanic in it that just they need to, like while they were remastering or redoing, they should have just excised this from the game altogether. There's 
like like they were feeling like they had to do like make a fight night game there's this dumb training thing that happens periodically while you're playing through like the arcade story mode for each character oh yeah that's all and it's just like it is for points that mean fucking nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. and you can't like fail it fast enough it's just like hit these buttons in this order and it's just like no i don't want to <laughs> like, like there's there, there's no reason for me to do this there's no achievement i don't like, get skill points this is an arcade boxer there's no reason for this to exist I, I will say, like, it, it's kind of neat that it's like it it dives as deep into the Rocky and Creed mythology as it does. Like, there are characters that it talks about and pulls from where it's like shit. Like, because I like after I finished playing this game, I basically like went back and watched. I watched like Rocky. Oh fuck! I watched a lot of Rockies. <laughs> I haven't watched that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I at least watched the first. No, I watched the first three Rockies and two Creeds. I I actually was going to. I'm trying to find that a copy of that whatever the redone version of four because i've seen four enough times i want to see the whatever they did the new cut of it <laughs> the no robot cut i'm curious but there's no like, ro- Polly's robot isn't yeah, in the recut of, yeah of course fucking it's like shit. A robot out. <laughs> never mind yeah, of course it's <laughs> Fuck gone. that come on man anyway but yeah so. that's that's it um and like i said that that's now it for me for uh, honorable mentions because like i said i know two of those are going to get re-talked about so i'll just save them Okay. I have three honorable mentions. Okay. So the first one is the Gunk. Hot Game Pass game. Uh from the I saw Steam you playing at people the other day and I was like, what the fuck is Chuck playing? The Gunk. It looked pretty cool. Um, <laughs> it's cool. It's it's a short little four or five hour game. Uh you're one half of a team of uh scavengers who land on this planet. And you come to realize that there was a civilization on this planet, but now that all that's left is this gross ass bubbling gunk everywhere. And your partner's like, all right, forget it. Let's leave. And you're like, no, I can clean this up. So you have like a little vacuum pack and you're going around cleaning up the gunk. And when you do, you reveal stuff about the world or you just reveal some like really beautiful, you know, foliage and stuff like that. So it's kind of like Super Mario Sunshine, like, a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say bit. you're not blasting, you're not blasting the gunk with like water. That. You're you're ghostbustering it up. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, there's a story, and you you sort of uncover what happened to this civilization along the way. <laughs> this is this is not a spoiler because it's not something that happens in the game. So don't worry about this. But <laughs> when the game started, I had the tornado outbreak thought in my head of. <laughs> What if you're murdering the gunk and the gunk is the actual living thing on this planet uh, and you're a horrible monster? <laughs> and I was like, that this is this game is going to be that, isn't it? Mm. It's not that it's not that at all. So good. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's nice and short. Um, it's kind of half a game in that there's a bunch of power ups and stuff that you get that don't matter at all. Like there's a skill tree of things that you can get, which is like. Why would I ever use this? There's no situation in this game where this is relevant. Mm-hmm. So, but just don't worry about that. Just play the gunk. It's a, it's a charming, fun little, it's, it's actually relaxing. Like sucking up the gunk is, is a good time. Yeah, man. <laughs> Suck up that gunk. If you know what I mean. That's what I try to tell my friends. <laughs> uh, second one is a game called Chorus, which is, as I described to Harlow in a phrase that we both like to use, a cool ass space game. I like cool uh, ass space games. It's a space shooter. Uh, you're in a ship the entire time, just going around collecting missions and bounties and doing stuff. Uh, there's a there's a story to it. This is a weird reference, but the story for some reason seems like 
that old MST3K movie Fugitive Alien, which I know is a really obscure reference, mm. but if you've seen that movie, there are certain plot elements where you're like, wait, this is that. That's odd. Because <laughs> that's like an old Japanese dubbed movie that it's it's just, it's a very strange plot. The plot is nonsense. I mean, it's borderline anime nonsense and you just kind of have to go, no. But the space stuff is real good. Like flying the ship is real good. Everything's real cool to look at. You know, the explosions are good. It, it's just, it's a very nice looking game. And uh, it came out like the last week of December, which, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, so no one's ever heard of it, but if you can, if it, you should play course. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll just end it there. Um, and then the last game is, it's not a 2021 game, but it's a game I discovered. Uh, it's a game called Telling Lies. Which is I've the heard I do that all the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's the follow up to her story. If you remember that game we talked about oh, a few years okay. ago. Okay, yeah, very similar to that. You are an investigator of some kind faced with a pile of video files that you have to sort through to figure out what happened. Now you're confusing me because I keep thinking you're the FMV guy, and now you're playing an FMV game. <laughs> you're always like, oh, I'm not the <laughs> FMV guy. <laughs> well, all right. I played two of them last year. This okay. was the one that was good. All right. Um, so it's weird. It's barely a game. Like you were just clicking on keywords and trying to figure out like piecing stuff together. The The interesting part about it is that the files this time are each side of a video, like a personal video conference. So you will just get one person's side. Like it was individually recorded of a conversation. So it'll be like a seven minute video of someone kind of reacting to something. And you're like, what are they reacting to? Like, what the hell is going on here that they're looking like that? And then you have to go and find the companion piece to that of the person talking to that person and piece the story together from there. It's better than it sounds. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, and it's got a bunch of familiar faces in it. The The main guy is the lead guy from Upgrade. Um, Clementine from Westworld is in it. Uh, the... The lady who plays Storm in the new X-Men movies is in it. Um, Zendaya. So no. no that's <laughs> Alexandra Ship. Yes, name. her. Um, Alexandria Very good. Ship. <laughs> so it's got a real good cast. Um, and it's just it's just neat. It's just a neat thing. So the story is the story is worth uncovering. I think I think it's a, a people tell lies. <laughs> do they yeah they do yeah. oh yes yeah oh mm. is it like Ellie Noir when they make real weird faces when they do I'm lying <laughs> don't or, no pretty much everyone's lying about everything yeah. all the time or could it be like Ellie Noir where the lady's like I've lost my daughter and you're like I think you're lying <laughs> you killed her didn't you son of a bitch what the hell I didn't press that button yeah <laughs> God, I love that game. That game was so stupid. It was God great. Damn it, Cole, settle down. I didn't. It was it was the best, absolute best. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, those are my honorable so, mentions. I gotta admit, I lied. <gasps> I had a couple more that I need to. You add lied to in my this video mentions. conference. It's Man, just like that I game. I said I was <laughs> you have to done. Piece this together in the future. I said I was done, but I was a liar. Okay. So one of you can challenge me on that and be like, "You are lying." And don't press. Press X to challenge. Yeah, and I'll be like, <gasps> break down on the stand. 
Um, I wish you were a lawyer. Yeah, this is what I get for not like doing my list beforehand and like actually looking at it and going, wait, I have eight things instead of five. So uh, mm-hmm. real quick, just want to mention Psychonauts 2. Mm. Uh, it's like they picked right up where they left off and the character style translates very well to basically any resolution because it's so exaggerated that like it's just like, all right, this looks the same as the first game. And it doesn't look out of place being in, you know, 4K. And yeah, I, it's and it's still funny as shit. I, I'm not as big a fan of the uh, overworld area as I was of the summer camp from the first one. The new one's kind of eh, and not as... It, it's tough to describe without getting into it, but like Psychonauts 2 is still good. I don't know why they started with the level that's like, if you have an issue with teeth, don't play this level. Because <laughs> it is just like gross teeth, everything throughout that. Like, because you know, Psychonauts is you're basically going into people's dreams, and yeah, that first level is like, all right, man, if you got an issue with teeth, good luck, have fun. So people have a lot of teeth dreams. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, other one is I'm only saying this I, like I liked what I played of it, but I didn't play enough to really give it a good judgment. But it's Metroid Dread. And the big problem with Metroid Dread is like most roguelikes, or not roguelikes, I'm sorry, Metroidvania type games where it's like, all right, I'm building out the map, but I need to get this one power that'll open this one door in this one place that'll let me progress. And if you take a break and come back a month and a half later, you're out of fucking luck. You may as well start (laughs) the game over because you have no (laughs) idea what you're doing or where you're going or any of that shit. And you're just going to waste your fucking time. With that said it's a good one of those Metroidvanias. Like it's, it's a good ass game, but you have to basically be committed to playing this game every night or however, you know, your schedule permits. Don't try and play something else and then come back to it and go, Oh, I'll just pick up Metroid dread. Nope. You're not doing that. You are, you have to do this. You have to be committed to it if you're going to beat it. So just saying that. And last one is Hades on Xbox. Guess what? It's more Hades. (laughs) Hades fucking rules. That's all you need to know. Short version, best one of my top 10 of all time games. And guess what? It's on Xbox now and PlayStation 5 and all that. And it works great. So that's all you really need to know. So now we can actually get into real photies. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? Hades is on my list. (laughs) Mine too. Just, might as well get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, I'm just that's why right. I got it there because it's like, you know what? Like you don't need to hear me talk about Hades anymore cuz I sure should have done it in the past. But yeah, I, don't, I don't think you need to hear either of us talk about Hades either, but I Dude. Finally, like I finished plus the game. I didn't like Harlow finish plus plus But the game. you got the actual ending. Yeah, I got as yeah. ending as I as, as you can get. <laughs> yep. Really. <laughs> Um, before you put 400 hours into it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a normal ending and then there's an ending that you basically can get after that ending. That right. feels yes. like the true ending, so to speak. Yes. I've gotten, yeah, the true ending. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I I have conquered Hades. As much as I, like, again, not Harlow conquered or uh, our friend of the podcast, Jens, conquered because... Both of them have conquered it way more than me um, and on way more platforms. But 
I knew if I let myself get into the into the grind loop that I would never play another video game again. So I cut myself off at a point where I figured I had I had done as much as I possibly could without the grind. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with where I finished. Okay. Um, and it's great. I would play it again if I knew that I was safe from it. Because <laughs> I'll pick it up. If, if I pick it up, I'm going to be playing like six hours a day again. And that's yeah. not healthy for me. Ditto. <laughs> I mean, fuck, I don't have... I, what do I have to say about Hades at this point? I have nothing to say about that. I haven't already said. I just... Yes, I went fucking insane on the Xbox version again. Well, you made it your mission to get it as get your thousand as quickly as you possibly could. Well, yeah, I happened to be in a position where I could do that, (laughs) like at the time where I could just play it like at the moment it launched. And I was like, I'm going to get all thousand achievement points is I'm going to be one of the first people to do it. And I knew I wasn't going to be first because there's always people that get it before, like Mm -hmm. the public gets it. Um, But you were under a week. Yeah. Oh yeah, way under. Yeah, I want to say like two or three days, maybe. Jesus <laughs> Christ, it was man. pretty quick. I mean, I got the I got the achievements real fast. Like that one, that was those were pretty easy. I mean, the achievements for that are not terribly difficult in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things. The hardest things are like the some of the randomness, like because yeah. I think like you got to catch all the fish, and it's like you can't control that always. <laughs> you know, especially with the fucking ones in the uh, chaos realm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I've, get, I've only seen like two of those. It's like yeah, I think I've caught one fish there total, like ever. So, yeah, I mean, I I finished finished it. Like I, even the whatever the thing isn't that ends up in the room that you can just spend your darkness and other things on to get ranks that I thought was unlimited. It, no, it has an end. <laughs> it's fifty. <laughs> yeah, a little it's title dude. Yeah. Unseen one, by the way, is the last one. <laughs> so once you get to unseen, you're like, you'll know you're at the last stage. Good it's to ridiculous. know. Such a good game, though. Every like, yeah. All right, I'm gonna wax a little bit more about Hades. <laughs> I will just put on the soundtrack, and I don't just put on game soundtracks ever. But I'll just occasionally, like, I'll be doing, you know, cleaning up the kitchen or whatever, and pop on that Hades soundtrack and just bask in it. It's so fucking good. Uh. I, yes, except I with the with the good must come the bad. I I've hit a point where <clears throat> I can't hear uh, Orpheus fucking sing. He is he has hit Nancy Wilson levels of like if he is singing anything other than in the blood, I run the fuck over to his <laughs> table and stop the song immediately. I fucking hate the way that guy that guy way that guy Catterwalls. Warbles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, in the blood fucking slaps. So, well, yeah, I like that's a good you know. song because he's like, you know, that's like a duet and it's like he's tempered. But like when he's singing like the, the whatever the bullshit song you, you coax him into writing about you with all the made up stuff, it's like when he's singing that one, holy fucking shit. It's just, <laughs> oh, God. It, yeah. It's like cats fucking outside your window. It's, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> well that aside like on the coast the one that plays when you actually beat the game is one Mm -hmm. of my favorite pieces of music like literally of all time yeah it's good that song is fucking amazing like i said i like i love the music i just that the way that guy sings like has hit a point where it's like i can't fucking stand to hear it happen (laughs) so i don't want to i guess not to spoil anything the special 
room person in Asphodel, that her song is my favorite. Just, yeah, it is pretty good. It's amazing. So anyway, Chuck. Yeah. What do you got? Hi. Non Hades um, related because we know Hades, Hades is and not the big your one. thing. <laughs> so like basically my number five is what you're saying. Yeah. What's my well, number five? Sure. Right? I, mean, I just threw a number. I threw these are not ranked for me. I just we okay. were talking about Hades, so I was like, let's mention Hades. All right. Well, mine are in order, so I'll just give my number five now. I just want to say ahead of time, number five and number four are very moment specific mm -hmm. items. Is it, is it Hades? Oh, here no. comes a Pompeii. No, it's the <laughs> 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 and i don't mean like mount vesuvius like i mean the movie pompeii yeah, I, that made I, his top five of the year yeah yeah it's pretty good um number five is uh the microsoft solitaire collection i'm out <laughs> i'm done <laughs> all right Here's chuck why. i'm gonna give you a minute to explain Here's why. So they, I, I am open-minded right now. They stealth released a bunch of new achievements for that game this year, uh, which was enough to get me to open up the app again to see like, what the hell? Uh, Microsoft Solitary Collection has been the thing that I do every night oh, no. in order to shut off my brain and go to sleep. Oh, no. You know, uh, you should masturbate instead. <laughs> that's also solitaire. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's That's not why Microsoft, I, I gotta tell you that. <laughs> hey. No, I, I... Okay, so, look. 2021, man. It's been a year. Yeah. And it's been a year of laying awake at night, not sleeping. And I have found in the Solitaire Collection that I can, I can lay in bed, play four or five modes, and then my brain goes, no more. Go to sleep right now. And then 30 seconds later, I'm asleep. I put my phone on the nightstand, and I'm out. Nice. And that is the best. I, there's nothing, anything else that I try to do. If I read the internet or just lay there or watch something on TV, I'm awake the entire night. But if I do this, I'm like, this is mentally stimulating. And now I cannot do it any longer. I must go to bed. So it has some sort of magical power. And I mean, it's a good collection of micro, of, of solitaire so shit. So I need to download this again because I believe I had a thousand in the original one. Mm -hmm. So they've added more is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, they added like 750 points oh, worth of achievements. Chuck, why'd you It's tell a big me old this? basket of achievements. I told you about this when it launched. I, I texted you immediately. And I forgot. And like now. 30 seconds after I found out, I was like, well, this guy needs to know about shit. this. Damn it, Chuck. <laughs> hey, pal. They got me out. Solitaire has more achievements. I never got it in. I never finished out Sudoku somehow. Hmm. Like I, I petered off because it was like, get golds for every month. Yeah, and that one was getting super grindy. Yeah, um, I, I think but, I stopped but, somewhere at that point. The good thing about a lot of these new achievements is if you just log in, it'll ping they'll like six of them right away because you've already done enough to get them. I have no doubt that they'll pop so. up because I played a shit ton of that back in yeah. before I got my thousand and I was like, I'm free. Yeah. And then they're so. like, here's a new version. Just like Harlow with Hades. He was like, I'm free. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, hey, yeah. it's coming out on Xbox. It's like, no. Hey. <laughs> just when I thought I was out. Yeah. I mean, they're going to put they're going to put Hades on, on PS Plus and he's going to be back in. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Nope. And I wouldn't blame him. I hear you saying no, but I've heard you say no before. I so. wouldn't blame him. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I actually ended up ranking my stuff. Okay. My number five, Death's Door, is... Uh, I don't even know how to describe Death's Door, to be totally honest. It's kind of like a Zelda puzzle game exploration thing. 
with some combat. <laughs> uh huh. I really like it. Like it's it's one of those that's it's a very compelling through line throughout it, and each area has very distinct um, way, basically distinct presentation that makes me want to beat that area so I can get to the next one and continue. But it is very much Zelda like in that like, okay, I got this thing in this area, so I'm gonna need to use this thing to defeat whatever. I'm facing at the end and it can be very puzzly in that. Like if you can't figure out the right way to use it, you're going to get really frustrated by that game. But if you figure it out, you're like, yeah, this is the stuff right here. And, and it's one of those that's like, like it, the presentation is very, uh, I really just the style clicks with me. The music clicks with me. It's just one of those. That's like a pleasant experience. Is the only way I can describe it. And it's kind of like, and it's also one of those that's like, it's not that long. So it's like, I can, I can be done with this and I can be like, you know what? I had a good time with this and I can say goodbye to it. And I am all about that. Cause like, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like, I don't want to say like the anti Hades, but it's like, I did my thing and now I'm done and I can just move on from this game because I've seen what this game has to offer me. And sometimes that's all you need. You don't need a ton of stuff piled onto your game to be like, no, you're going to play this forever. Like Death Door is not that. <laughs> Death Door is basically like, all right, yeah, you figured out the game and here you go. And I really enjoyed it. It's, it's just, it's a very pleasant game for a game about being a crow that escorts people to the netherworld. <laughs> and, yeah, that doesn't seem like that would match. <laughs> nope. But yeah, that that's my five if we're ranking so okay. i will fuck you i yield my time <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i mean uh, suck on my another, dick and choke i i can continue one or, I, I, mean, I have a four if you would like to hear me well i was gonna say because i mean i don't did you say yours aren't numbered also bj so did we both cover my, uh, hades mine are not numbered okay. um so yeah we both covered a, a number okay, okay. so <laughs> we covered a hades Yep. Yep. You can go if you want, Harlow. Uh, okay. Um, well, let's pick one. Well, fuck it. I already, I already spoiled Skyrim, so let's go ahead and talk about it real fast. Uh, I've talked about Skyrim a lot. Uh, it is now the anniversary edition. Uh, I don't know. I honestly, at this point, don't know what DLCs I played back in the day or if there were any. Uh, there seems to be a lot of new shit that I was not previously privy to. Um, like, there's a whole other area. It's not it's a smallest small sort of area, but it's like you can travel now to this whole other like little Island place that was not there before. Is it Kvatch? It's Solstein. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's the hero Kvatch. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. Oh, is that, uh, is that kingdom king of Amalar or whatever it was? No, 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 no. That's, um, that's from, it's from uh, oblivion. It's from oblivion. Yeah. That's oh, right. yeah, it's that's right. Right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, why do I know that? Oh, fuck. God, it's been so long for some of these things. Somerset uh, the, Isle. The, the crazy thing is, like, I, even in the base world, I, I am still constantly finding things that I never discovered before. Like, I mean, I know that's not that crazy because it's, it's a giant fucking map with, like, a billion little side quest things you can do, but... 
Like, I, I just wandered into a place and basically broke up, like, a Michael Vick dogfighting ring. I mean, it was like these fucking cultists, like, had caged up pit wolves and stuff and were, like, you know, had like, a fucking dogfighting ring. And I just went in there and fucking murdered them all. <laughs> and, it was, and it felt great. <laughs> and it was like, I wasn't even, like, there for a reason. I was just like, hey, I wonder what's in this cave. And it was like, it's a fucking dogfighting ring. <laughs> I was like, all these motherfuckers are going to die. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> including the dogs, sadly, because, you know, like I've explained, oh. they were already made bad. I mean, you know, you're not recovering the murder dogs. They just have to stop them from making more murder dogs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just pet them back to no, normalcy. No, you can't. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I, it's, you know, it's got all 4K and 60, you know, and all that stuff now. It's, you know, it's a true, like, Series I, X and PS5 version now. And stuff, I was so. surprised how good it looked. Yeah. I mean, it's... For being Skyrim. I mean, it's 10 years old. That was, the, I mean, almost, you know, got more than 10 now, because I yeah. think that anniversary edition came out. 11, 11, 11, 11. Yeah. It was the original. Okay. So it's not, it hasn't been all that long. So, yeah, it's just, it's nuts, and I've been playing an absolute shitload of it. Um, I've, I'm reaching the end of, like, I'm trying to get all 1,000 achievement points. There are a couple of things on there that are just fucking annoying-ass things to have to do. <laughs> like, some really grindy-ass shit, some of it. Um, cause like, I mean, there, I, I've never, not since like the days of like Daggerfall, I've not enjoyed like the, the sideline quests of like becoming aware, you know, like lycanth- the lycanthropy or vampirism, like those things aren't, it don't excite me in those games. Uh, but, cause they're a pain in the ass to get rid of. Yeah. I mean, they're not so yeah. much in this one. It's actually kind of easy to get, get rid of them, both of them. But the problem is like, there's two achievements tied where it's like basically like max out the rank of, I- of either one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, basically what I did is like, I was like, all right, I'm going to go do the vampire thing now. So I made a hard save so I could just murder people with impunity as a vampire. And where <laughs> I did that with the werewolf, you know, max leveled and then reloaded my save so that I didn't murder a bunch of people. <laughs> um, and I'm going to do the same thing with the vampire. Cause like, you know, I'm generally trying to be a good person. I mean, dark brotherhood missions aside. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it's a it's a thing, and it's real pretty now. I mean, it's still a buggy ass fucking game. God, is it a buggy ass game? Um, yeah, <laughs> there are certain things that it's just like you can set your watch to that are going to make the game crash. Where I'm like, I I got to a point where it's like I would stop, do a quick save or rest or whatever to get a quick save before going into certain places because I knew it was going to make the game crash every single time. And I was like, I don't, you know, I at least want to have a save right before it happens. But yeah, I'm still enjoying it. Um, I think I two two things. I, I think I'm going to move on to Fallout Four. I think it's time. I think it's time for me to try mm. Fallout Four. And Whoa. and the crazy thing is, I think I think the things that initially would have annoyed me about Fallout Four, I now understand how they work because I kind of actually enjoy the way they do the base building stuff. It's not it's not as annoying as you would think it it would be like. Again, it could be different in Fallout 4, but in, in Skyrim, you basically, if you build a property that's like doesn't have a house on it at all, you just go to this thing, feed it some materials, and the house just appears. You don't have to like, <laughs> you don't have to like draw the house and place the things in the house. It's just like you go there and say, "All right, I've got a bunch of these this material, and now make this room for me," and it just sort of happens. You don't have to like, you know, sims it and like put everything in its specific spot or whatever. Um, it's just sort of like I, you know, build me a bed. You know where it needs to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's it's really not that annoying, and I'm hoping that Fallout basically has the same thing because it's actually kind of fun to once you finish building the house because like you get like a trophy room and like all the weird random weapons have like specific slots on the wall. So like 
it's it's very satisfying to like walk in there and be like, all right, what's missing? Like, okay, I need to go find that because you know my completionist thing needs all the swords on the wall. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fun and it's Skyrim and that's that's about all I have to say about it. Except that uh, side to that, not a, a completely dishonorable mention. Uh, I am only going to mention it because of how fucking atrocious it is, and I forgot uh, as I was nearing the end and was like i you know i need to start preparing myself for what's going to wean me off of skyrim i was like maybe i should play the elder scrolls online <laughs> maybe it's time and i downloaded all fucking somehow 93 gigabytes of that bullshit on the <laughs> xbox <laughs> that game is fucking atrocious and i forgot how bad it is <laughs> like jesus god how is that game like four years newer than skyrim and look like like 10 years older mm-hmm. like it, it is it is so polygonal and like it's like it just feels like a late '90s CG movie thing where it's like they just forgot to put textures on everything. Everything is just like <laughs> I am a blocky person moving here and fireball, fireball. <laughs> it's just everything just is so fucking cheap and everything in that game is designed to fucking make money. I mean, like you, like everything is locked down behind like microtransactions. It's insane. Like, oh, you want to make a necromancer? Sorry, nope, can't do that. You want to make your guy from the you know, an imperial, like one of the main races in all of uh, the Elder Scrolls series? Nope, that's that's paid DLC. <laughs> it's just a bunch of fucking bullshit left and right. So wow. I, I spent about five minutes when I was like, oh yeah, this is garbage, and I can't believe this is supposedly a Series X version of this game because it looks like such hot bullshit. But yeah, that will not be what... what I just wanted to reiterate how... Goddamn terrible that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that leads uh, nicely into into the next one on my list because it is also a remaster with mm. uh, microtransactions, and that is uh, Cactus Canyon Pinball from uh, Chicago Pinball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two pinballs. Nice. Uh, um, I got a real Whitewater vibe from what you showed me of this one. Yeah, so, um, and I didn't even realize it at the time, but Cactus Canyon is a remake of a 1998 Bally table. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we did. We were both stupid to that. I mean, we should have known. It, they, but you called it. You specifically said when we were playing it, this feels very much like that era of table, well thought out and everything. Yep. And turns out you were right, because yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm just surprised it was a Bally table, because, you know. Yeah. You know. Um <laughs> But uh, Chicago Pinball did a fantastic job of recreating it. I've looked at, you know, um, I've looked at some some footage of stuff from the from the original and it's it's really well done. Um, But that table is fun as hell. And it was we really only got to play it a couple times at um, at free play because it was super popular and they had four of them, but they were super popular Um, and it's one of those that just feels like a fucking pinball table. Right. And that's hard to explain. Uh, except if you're, you know, if you're a fan of pinball or a connoisseur, um, but it just feels like, like you saddle up to it, hit start and everything feels right. All the shots feel natural. All of the progression feels natural. Um, well, I think it's something like, you know, even amongst Stern, you have different designers. So, like, you look at something like the ACDC table, and that's a really well-designed table. Like, that is a, that is a fun table right. with fun shots and fun ramps to hit. And then you mm-hmm. play, like, the Rolling Stones table, and it's like, 
fuck you, game. Like, <laughs> you just put a plastic thing in the middle of the table that is going to rocket my ball directly down the middle every single time. Like, that's great. Right. Yeah. Yep. And this one feels like it has the, um, I, I forget his name, but um, like the guy who designed for Williams and did, you know, Medieval Madness and stuff like that. It feels like it's got that sensibility to it where, you know, everything feels really good and natural and not in a way like a Steve Ritchie way um, who designed for like a bunch of the Williams System 11 era mm-hmm. and before. Um, but in that later, you know, in that later 90s way. Um, I know Barry Ausler is one of them. I don't know if that's yeah. Right. And the other guy that always is represented by a snake. Uh, that's Python <laughs> Andrew. He did he did uh, big yeah. guns. He's an older like designer yeah. guy. I think he's more like just art. I don't think he did like table designs. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, it's just got all of that. Like, it's got all the right stuff in all the right places. Um, and. <laughs> Chicago pinball, they have a really gorgeous, um, like a high res DMD. I don't think it's, I don't think it was LCD. Was it Chuck? It might've been. It, that screen was probably the best looking screen I've seen on a pinball machine yet. Like yeah. it really stood out in a way that didn't feel gimmicky. Like the, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like all this, the recent Stern stuff, but it's just like, you're just pelting me with your licensed stuff and I, I can't look at it because I'm playing a pinball pinball machine, but right. Uh, the, just the recreated display on that. The one you're talking about is top yeah. notch. It's yeah. It's not a, um, it's not a LCD. I don't think it looks like it's a high resolution led. Um, like it might be like a, you know, like a, four color DMD. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. It looks, it looks incredible. Um, it plays really well. Um, they've done the same thing, unfortunately that, uh, Stern is doing where they do like the limited and pro editions, mm. which I, I say is unfortunate because it just means like the experience changes from table to table and there's all this exclusivity bullshit to it. But um both versions of the game look really good. There's there's not a whole lot of difference. Um and it's just a fucking jam. Like I I would love to have one and <laughs> I can't say that about many modern tables. I'd love to you know, I never will be able to afford it, but you know, I I'd, I'd love to have that machine in my house and it's rare for me to feel like that about a new table. And even though this is a remake, you know, like I could say that about Medieval Madness their remake but this one was one that came out of the came out of the blue for me and uh really enjoyed it i why aren't all bally tables from that era good <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere near that good yeah is, are they the same people that did like the other remakes like the medieval madness and i believe uh, yeah Monster i believe that chicago <laughs> Monster Bash. yeah i was yes. I always have the hardest time remembering the name of that table because it's like the Monsters of Rock is like what you're doing in the game, but the game is just called Monster Bash. Yeah, Monster Bash. Yeah, no, Monster, Monsters of Rock Rocks. is right on that gold record that yeah, you're I know. looking at the whole time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like I always want to call the table that. Yeah. They did Monster Bash, Medieval Madness, Cactus Canyon, and Attack from Mars. And it's Chicago I Gaming think Company. Totan. Yeah. I think there was a remake. Of, or I think that was coming. I don't know if they ever mm-hmm. did it. Tales yeah. Of be nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Let me see. They've got some discontinued shit. Nope. 
Okay, knew that. Well, oh, they I got something was... that you might be interested in. It's called uh, Nicktoons Racing. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, they made a video game? <laughs> yeah, it's it's called Nicktoons Racing. It's um, it's like the that. Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Who is Nick Nickelodeon's? He's a, he's a guy from high school. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I guess it's got like Rugrats and yeah, he's SpongeBob. Yeah, he's a friend of Tommy and, Jam. Yes. Nicktoons, oh, Tommy Jam. Some ah, real monsters or something in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great job, Chicago Gaming Company. Uh, we're all awfully proud of you, even if I can't remember your name half the time. Um. Okay, so my number four is another moment, and the moment is uh, hitting d- hitting dingers online with you guys yeah. in <laughs> Major League Baseball 21. It's pretty fun. Dingers! Which was... Dinger fest. Which is the most memorable part of that gaming weekend we spent, and it came at just the right time. Like, that was, you know, the tail end of the last version of this bullshit we're going through now, and uh, it just felt good. You know, just getting online, hitting dingers. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> shouting dinger when they hit one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's pure. It's pure video gamey stuff. Press F weekend was fun. Yeah. Yes. You just, they throw a ball at you and you hit a dinger. Fucking hit a dinger. <laughs> we got to do another then, Press F soon. And we spent all the time trying to figure out what color we were. Like, that's mine. Oh, no, that's yours. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> dingers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just shouting dingers. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good time. So I, I like I, that all those classic sucks, players care. were on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play some Mike Schmidt. Yeah, I, oh, that's right. I, I remember I played Kirby Puckett, I believe. Yeah, yeah Kirby Puckett. I enjoyed yeah. seeing Harmon kill a brew. Uh huh. Yeah. While killing some brews. Yeah. <laughs> While I was drinking up a storm, hitting dingers. Yeah, Harvey Killebrew would would appreciate that. Yeah. Harmon, not yeah. Harvey. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Harvey uh, doesn't care. Yeah. He really doesn't. Some weed bugs. <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't. He's dead. Uh, all right. Oh. So my number four. Uh, it was a... Uh, it's weird. I'm looking at my list. I got like PlayStation 5 games on here. It's weird. But uh, Returnal on the PS5, which is a uh, uh-huh. 3D roguelike by Housemark, who you would know their games on PlayStation 5 if you'd seen any of them. But some... DJ knows their games. Yeah, it, like, it, why do I know their games? Because you can save all the last humans in one of them. Oh, right. Yeah, save the last humans. <laughs> but they have a lot of other, like, uh, Super Stardust is a really good one as well. But uh, usually they're like twin stick shooters and, you know, basically 2D stuff mapped onto a 3D plane, but they play like 2D games. Whereas this one is a fully realized, you know, third person 3D platformer, so to speak. You know, it's basically like similar to Control. I would say in how it plays, except uh, more the aesthetic of like Prometheus when they get on, you know, underground. So yeah, uh, it's really hard though. Like that, that, that would be the only issue I have. And for the longest time they were basically like, Hey, we know it's a roguelike. So you got to finish a run uh, before you can save. So you basically had to finish a run. Problem was, the first area could take you an hour to get out of. And there were four areas in the game. And it's basically like, Mm. if you're leaving it to the mercy of putting your PS5 in suspend mode, you may (laughs) as well just fucking kill yourself in the game because it's not... You will will not be returnaling to that. No, absolutely (laughs) not. You would like... Because I did it a couple times because I was like, damn it, I have to just go to bed. I can't keep playing this. And... 
went to bed, booted it up the next day, and it's like, hey, you didn't shut down your PS5 properly. Here, let me format the drive again. <laughs> and I just, like, I could feel the rage bubbling each time, which is why I never, I, why I haven't beaten it, because I kind of, like, quit. I was like, no, I'm not going through this again. And then finally they unleashed the patch. Unleashed. They threw the patch out. Unleashed it on the world. Oh man. No, no they released in your face. They finally dump truck of patch. They finally released the patch that allowed you to save mid game, which I mean It's really, version six point six six. Unleash the beast. Yeah, but like really, you didn't do this in the first place. You weren't just like, hey, people might ha- like have lives and jobs and children and families and all these other things that mean they can't sit here for four straight hours and play your game. Like it fucking ludicrous. But anyway, like just a gorgeous, gorgeous game, really good use of the, uh, of the dual sense controller. Uh, as far as like holding it down, holding the trigger down halfway would give you a certain type of shot. Pulling it all the way down would give you a different type of shot. And you could feel that haptic, feedback in between which was really freaking cool like it was Mm. just one of those that was like all right this works the way it's supposed to you know similar to how the uh the jetpacks in uh the demo game would play you know where you'd feel it when you're holding both oh right right right. what is astro's playland or whatever Astro's playroom yeah Yeah. like using that in an actual game and one that was really good but also really fucking hard like uh, that that's the biggest knock on it is it was hard as shit. And then to be like, uh, yeah, also you can't save. Like it was just stupid, but luckily that issue has been fixed. But yeah, I, I unleashed, I look forward to getting back to that. <laughs> have you, have you played it since they yes gave you the ability to save? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's still hard. Like it doesn't, <laughs> And, and I will say, like, if you start the game now, um, your friends will show up as like, hey, this person died here. You can resurrect their corpse. And what happens is it's like you have to basically fight that person. Um, uh-huh. And if you kill them, you get, like, whatever gear they had, which is usually way better than what you have right now. But mm-hmm. the problem is you're fighting them with gear that's way better than what you have right now. So you're basically going to get murked. So my suggestion is until you really know that game well, don't resurrect those people and try to fight them because you will die and it will suck. And you'll be like, why did I waste my time doing this? But Necromancy is dangerous, children. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But otherwise that game is really, really solid, especially if you're a, if you're a fan of roguelike type games. And if you like control, because it can, it plays very similarly to control in the good ways and not, the stupid ways that control had because like <laughs> when you hit something, you know, you hit it like, like control was very fiddly and that it was like, did I yeah. hit that guy? Was I doing damage? You know, it's like this one, it's very clear. It's like, no, you're fucking wrecking that guy. So I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, I guess we would need another game, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 number three or non-ranked. Uh, yeah, non-ranked. Third I mean, it's, it's my third one. Uh, no, no order. Uh, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say Evil Genius too. Um, yeah. So Evil Genius was a game, a PC game back ugh, a long time ago. Uh, it's it's been a while. It's been a hot minute, like <laughs> like eight plus years. I want to say, and maybe more than that. I'm trying to think, like, because I want to say it like came out when Austin Powers was still a thing, or it was still you know not. 
mm, wow. completely hated upon because I mean it's <laughs> it, uh, it's it's basically like a, a, a dungeon keeper style game in that it's a, like what I call an indirect uh, RTS, you know, more like a issue commands and let the minions figure it out on their own kind of RTS. Uh, but it's all kind of in like the no one lives forever style, you know, snazzy spy universe, um, full of silly minions and stuff like that. Um, it's not perfect. I mean, the first game that wasn't, I mean, it was kind of a budgety sort of game at the time, but this one decided to pop up on game pass as it appeared on the console. So I was all about that. I was probably going to buy it anyway, (laughs) but yeah, I, I sunk a lot of time into it, played through a couple of the campaigns uh there's like four or five different evil villains that all kind of have a different play style um but yeah i mean it's I, I guess tropico kind of fits into that sort of indirect rts vein too because you're kind of just like hey i would like a thing here so you know chop mm-hmm. to it um, <laughs> yeah but yeah it's it's fun i mean like i said it's it's a silly little thing but i i put quite a number of hours into it and uh yeah, yeah. I like watching it. I mean, you play it made me basically go and install it at home. I haven't had a chance <laughs> yeah. to play it yet, but it, yeah, like I love, I just love that Tropico meets No One Lives Forever aesthetic. So mm-hmm. I'm about it. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff. Like I mean, like you know, there's like certain cycles you put to like yeah, you know, as agents come in, like you you have a casino style front, or at least the the level I've been mostly playing, you have a you know, that's your legitimate business and then like your evil layers behind that, you know, in the mountain kind of thing. So spies will try to come in and, you know, see if anything's going on and you can, uh, you can either try to distract him with like your casino shenanigans and drinks and stuff. And, uh, you can actually like eventually like hire socialites and stuff like that. So they'll get all boozy and Hey, take selfies with me. <laughs> Not selfies. Cause it's time-based, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, it's just, it's, it's all stupid and you can capture them and interrogate them. It's, it's all fun stuff <laughs> but I, I just there's something fun about playing the like you know the evil versions of the things like i, I think that's a that's a really fun dynamic you mm-hmm. know so many of the games are just like uh go conquer the evil it's like yeah i've done that <laughs> <laughs> like i'd like to be the evil yeah. yeah so yeah that's my non-ranked number three game <laughs> uh please keep in mind that mine are definitely not ranked Mm-hmm. Uh, I just talked about them. I'm just talking about them when I can sneak a segue in. Um, but I can't for this one. Uh, but I will say this this game is pretty much gold. Um, it's not my Fody, but it's gold. Uh, it's called Hydroneer, and it's a game about mining gold. Um, <laughs> uh, this is one of those that I saw just like a semi-random YouTube video about and was like, I gotta play that. Is Hydroneer like? Is it like Astroneer? Is it the same people or something? I don't. I have. Like, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think this it's the, like literally Astroneer. the first I've heard of this game. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a weird, almost not a game. It's almost just a time sink. Um, but so basically, what it is, uh, you start off with a little plot of land to mine gold on. And you've got a shovel and a bucket and a pan and a brush and a cart. And um, you put dirt in the bucket. You put the contents of the bucket into the pan. You put water into the pan. You use the brush. Honey on the cat hair. Yeah, Yeah, you get a mustache or gold in this case. Um, (laughs) 
and then you sell the gold and then you buy better equipment and eventually you can earn your way up to like fully automated mining rigs um like it's not quite it's not like satisfactory level of complicated automation um but it's a really fun sort of diversion and it's fun to me like i like to tinker with stuff so it's like I, I watched a few YouTube videos about it, but nothing like super in depth, just to kind of get the basics down. And then I just tinkered for hours trying to make this little machine work. Like, you know, I got my little thing that digs into the ground and spits dirt onto a conveyor belt, and then that goes into a little processor that then spits it into a little separator, and those all go into you know all the things go into separate buckets, and then you know you sell the contents of the buckets or you go make there's a little tiny bit of crafting in it um you go make things so that you can sell them at a higher price but the fun thing for me is the tinkering with things and i think it was this year um or in 2021 uh, i think in november they released an update for it that gave you a bunch of um like powered stuff instead of being like water pressure powered it's electricity powered and also a bunch of logic stuff so you can kind of make a computer-ish sort of thing um but you can it allows you to further automate all of your gold mining bullshit um with a bunch of wires and so yeah it's it just added a whole nother level to the sorts of things you can do um and it can like count it can count pieces and count weight and do things automatically based on weight if you set everything up correctly. Um, and I haven't gotten real far. I was thinking about doing some doing some live streaming of my idiocy in this game, but I also feel I'll like I'm play that. I, I feel like I'm a complete moron when it comes to this stuff. So maybe on one hand, I don't want to be laughed at. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, I think it might be fun to watch me fail but yeah i mean it sounds kind of like train simulator except like if what you were doing was interesting <laughs> as opposed it's, to train simulator i will tell you it is pretty much nothing like train simulator okay like bj would know yeah train simulator is unnecessarily detailed and boring because of it because it's this simulating is, training because yeah because <laughs> Because it's so directly simulating yeah. it, right? Like, nobody wants to directly... Okay, a bunch of people do, but... Um, <laughs> we call those I people know, perverts. <laughs> right. I know I know people will, will come They're after me. If I, I'm just kidding, right. train right. simulator people. I. But, like, most <laughs> people don't want to do the detailed train simulation. They want to... Hop on a train, make it go, make it go backwards, run over people, make it go too fast around the scurve, you know. Yep. But Train Simulator yeah. doesn't reward you for doing any of that. And this game doesn't reward you for doing anything, really, um, except for num make number go up. But oh. for me, it's fun in the in the little tinkering stuff and just like, all right, well, you know, I I didn't have my... I didn't have my stuff arranged, so all of, you know, all of these dirt chunks just sprayed out in a comical, like, fountain, because A, this game is weirdly 
well optimized and poorly optimized at the same time and b i'm an <laughs> idiot um well weird stuff will happen right like like the separators that i mentioned earlier it's like a sorting thing like you know gold gems iron and some other bullshit goes in and you have a selector switch and one will spit out the side but sometimes everything gets stuck in one of them and you 400 different individual objects will get piled up and you move one and your computer crashes because it's trying to simulate all 400 <laughs> of the rest of the objects moving at once <laughs> um, okay but then again you can have if if they're not all exploding out of a separator at once like it handles it just fine um as long as everything's still moving it's it's okay um but it's been a fun little little diversion you know i i hop in every once in a while and i work on my new gold mine because i i graduated to the big patch of you know of the big plot of land so now i'm trying to learn about the logic stuff and then put together a big you know mining rig because i think it's neat and uh that's hydroneer it and the the animation is uh or the the art style is somewhat simplistic you know a lot of stuff is kind of blocky um you know it's not like retro styled or anything it's just that somewhat low poly and blocky sort of style that's kind of popular with in indie games but so it's a an, full full price game or how much is this thing ten no it's like 20 bucks oh ten dollars twenty bucks Steam. I was wondering it, if it was is like it a 49er. Yep. 999 <laughs> on Steam. Uh, nice one. Yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, 10 bucks on Steam. It's it's a it's a fun little version. There apparently there's going to be a new update quite soon uh or there's going to be an update quite soon which is uh supposedly going to have a ton of optimization and also introduce multiplayer. So oh. you can mine together. With your friends. Oh, Multi-pass. Yes. What's mine is yours should be the name of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would not put it past them to put that pun in there. Uh, also, there's a, a nuclear bomb that you can buy. You can just buy it. Oh. <laughs> sure. Is, do, it like, is it like on the black market? Or, I mean, like, <laughs> no. Is it just readily the, available? It's just in the regular market. So you just well, want to irradiate your gold and make it unusable? Well, here's the fantastic thing. Is it like thing. the Goldfinger plot? There are no consequences, <laughs> except for a oh. big hole in the ground. Hmm. Oh, well, that help you get at the gold easier. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it. I it mean, does it's help assuming you. it's not all vaporized. Yeah. Well, anything like <laughs> anything that was in the mm -hmm. place where the hole is now is gone. Uh huh. Yes. So it doesn't it just, get displaced. Yeah. yeah. It makes a giant hole. Sure. And all of the okay. all of that stuff is gone. But and you just go right back in the hole and right, dig some more. Right back in the hole. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Sure, why not? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I mean, they're non nuclear bombs, but why would you bother? No, that's to be honest. Um if you and, have. Right. And there's also there's also a, a, a sandbox, they call it creative mode, where you money doesn't matter. Um so you can just buy everything all at once if you want. Um, but where's, what's the fun in that? You want to earn your gold, right? Fooey. Yeah. But <laughs> right. it does give you a flying hat. So, you know, <laughs> that's Hydraneer. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with it and maybe you would too. 
please stream this. I want to watch you play this. <laughs> okay, I'll play some maybe soon. Yeah, this okay, doesn't great. sound anything like Astroneer, so I don't think they're yeah, related no, at all. No, no Astroneer is yeah. more of a survival-y game, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like Space Minecraft, basically. I mean, yeah. but yeah, it's like it's like part No Man's Sky, part Minecraft. I mean, this does involve some mining, so... Mm-hmm. Mm. My number three is Forza Horizon 5. Ah. Hey, I've played that. It's a good car yeah. game, and and when it came out, I just happened to be on vacation that week, so I consumed Forza Horizon 5. Like, I just... Whatever you could do in that game, I did it. Like, do all the races, find all the roads, all, all the things. Like, they have weird, dumb, one-off achievements that I'm like, I'm never doing that. I don't know what why you're putting these dumb... Like, take a picture in front of a volcano when it's snowing in the spring, and it's like that's a weird combination of things that probably never happens and like nobody has the achievement. So it's never happened before. So I haven't done those things yet, but like most of the Forza Horizon-y stuff you can do did it. (laughs) So I'm at the point now where I'm like, I will wait for the next expansion. I'm good with this game for now. Put 60 hours into you. (laughs) Got my money's worth. Um, So it just makes me jealous knowing that, you have the ability to put 60 hours in a game. I just don't anymore. Well, like I said, I was on vacation. Yeah. I was on vacation and the family was gone. I feel like, I feel like that's what I would have been with the ascent, but that came out like the days before Hades launched on Xbox. So it was like, (laughs) Oh yeah, the ascent go away. There's like a warm up game. Yeah. Like I'm getting in that. Oh nope, Hades is here. Yep, <laughs> that is kind of like it was like literally like a book slamming shut. It's like mm-hmm. done. Well, uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed is a game that came out a few weeks before Forza Horizon did, mm-hmm. and it's a fun little arcade racer. But then Forza Horizon came out, and I was just like, well, <laughs> no need to ever play that again. Yep. I have Forza Horizon Five here. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Some things' right, existences are negated by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the existence of a new thing it's kind of unfortunate i wish people would really look at schedules more and realize that they're going to get their fucking lunch eaten if they release when they do yeah. but for some reason they have to release when they do so that seems like a specific, uh an extra weird one since they had the tie-in together like yeah there was the hot wheels thing yep. yeah well i yep. i always yeah. think about alan wake launching the same day as red dead redemption it was like, Man, what, what did you think was going to happen, guys? Like, like <laughs> right. Alan Wake, guys. What did you think yeah. was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yep. And we know exactly what happened. It took years for everyone to go, hey, actually, Alan Wake's pretty good. Yeah. Because people I like... just finished Red Dead. <laughs> yeah, because like, people like me and Chuck were like, dude, this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another game that took a while, for me at least, to uh, recognize how good it is, is Shadow of the Colossus. Not a 2021 oh. release. I don't even know when Bluepoint remade it, but this is the remake that was on PS4. Played it on PS5. I understand why people love that game so much because that is a absolutely fantastic game and that remake on PS5 is gorgeous. Like just yep. a stunning, amazing looking game. The only issue I would have is the controls are still a little too true to what the fir- the original game was which can make it clunky as shit and also just trying to figure out the patterns and uh, not even patterns but like understanding the patterns of the colossi but then also understanding 
what you have to do in order to get them to be where you want them to be in order to do what you need to do can suck because it's like, no, I went to the place the YouTube video showed me to go. You're not going there. (laughs) Fuck you, you fucking demon thing. Go over where you're supposed to go. And that can be kind of frustrating, but otherwise it's just one of those games where it's all about show. Don't tell because there is Mm. very little voiceover or or voice acting in general in that entire game. It is more just like you're figuring everything out by contextual clues and it's, it's fantastic. And that is a, one of those games where it's like, all right, you know what? We didn't fuck with it too much, but we made it look like a modern game and play for the most part, like a modern game. And we've made it, you know, because if you try and go back on a PS2 version of that game, it's like, 10 to 15 frames a second and it will like actually make you physically ill trying to play it on a big screen because you're like, Oh God, what is happening here? But you know, when you have a solid 60 frame version that plays that smoothly and that well, it's definitely worth playing, which is why it's my number three. I'm surprised eco has never gotten this. Like I'm surprised. I feel like this is like the third remake <laughs> isn't it like i feel like there's like there was another like semi remake yeah there was PS3, they did a thing. re-release that basically just yeah. locked the frame rate at i want to say 30 but it still looked right. like fog yeah. you know the ps2 fog but this one mm-hmm. like looks like a modern ass game oh like, yeah it looks yeah. better than a lot of games that are out now uh okay well since we're on to the next one yeah uh, I, I was trying to time it correctly but yeah my number no number is forza horizon horizon 5 i was trying to time it with chuck sorry to say the same number but no you didn't. we don't know what each other's lists are there's no way to know, I know. yeah um well, that's why i went with evil genius because i figured i thought horizon was gonna be higher for him but yeah um all the reasons stated like i i don't have a problem with a game building up my self-esteem especially in the year of 2021 the things I liked about it, like I, I, I was on board. Like I, I think that that opening sequence is pretty rad. <laughs> like I mean, just the the dropping out of the plane and all that shit. It's like it's, I don't know. That's the kind of cool shit I'm I'm into for those games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like let me do crazy <laughs> things and rock it across the countryside. So yeah, I don't know. It um, yeah. There, I still have issues with it. I mean, I can't. I sort of came around on, on Horizon Four a little bit, especially after playing it some with Chuck, and then kind of getting into like chasing some of the goals but yeah i mean I, yeah the racing thing is still kind of a problem I, I think what i ended up doing was just going into the custom difficulty and just making it fucking easy i was like this isn't a challenge because it's like you're just you know this is like the ea assist where it's like it's it's not a challenge you're just bullshitting AIing me you're just like you're gonna be slightly better because yeah. that's how fucking robots are you know like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't like, you know, challenge is challenge, but that was just like, that was an artificial challenge where it's like, nope, one person in the race will be, you know, Mario Andretti and everyone else will be (laughs) fucking the scrubs of the universe. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. It's it's more Horizon. It looks pretty. It's a weird thing because they made four look so goddamn good that like this one isn't like a, oh my God. Yeah, but like by the time they were finished tweaking four, it's like, it looks almost as good as this. I, I still think this looks a little better, but it's not like a, you're not going to hit this and be like, finally, next generation racing has arrived. Yeah. It's like, it kind of already had. So. Yep. It's just nobody had an Xbox One to play Forza Horizon 4 with. So mm-hmm. there wasn't much hype around it. Yeah. That's all. Number That's number whatever, two. Uh-huh. <laughs> right number two. Well, speaking of scrubs of the universe, um, 
the reason that I even played this game is because uh, I saw someone playing it on uh, on the YouTubes, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you, you suck." <laughs> I can do I can do better than this. Uh, so I downloaded it, and hot diggity dog, I did. And I also kind of fell in love with this game a little bit. Um, it is called The Darkest Dungeon 2. Well, not The Darkest Dungeon 2. Uh, it is called Darkest Dungeon 2. Um, I did not play Darkest Dungeon the first because it did not interest me uh, the couple times that I heard about it. But watching the gameplay, I was like, I'm going to be good at this. Uh, I'm going to do it. It's a turn-based... Like, it's a turn-based battles rogue-like-ish sort of thing. I know I'm heavy with the rogies, um, as we're calling them now. But, um, yeah, so you... That's your prerogative. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Damn it, Chuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm you got this, you, like... Chuck. <laughs> you have these four characters, and they each have different... Um, different abilities and uh, different sort of combat stuff and you arrange them in a certain order and then you do battles with them and you you know you choose their moves um, but one of the big focuses is on the uh, for one like you have a thing called torch or flame and you have to keep that from going out you have a it just counts down you can get more of it but um, so you have to use that to keep your morale up because um, as it gets lower like your morale goes low and people start bickering and infighting and they'll they won't help each other but if your morale is really high and if you can like master that morale thing um, like all of your party members help each other a whole bunch and uh, you can do some leveling up but the it really feels like the leveling up is almost not important um, the really important thing is just keep that morale up and you can do anything. Um, in fact, you can, if you, if you master the morale thing early on, um, you can clear your first run because it's roguelike. You're going to do a bunch. You can clear your first run. No problem. And that's what I did. I was really pleased by that. Um, it's good when a, when a game rewards like the specific things that I can focus on and pay attention to and manage. Um, and like I'm no good at chess because I can't see like 32 Gary Kasparov moves ahead, <laughs> but I'm real good at like that board game sort of three moves ahead. Um, you know, I can, I'm really good at planning out my next three moves and making sure I don't absolutely positively fuck myself. That's um, why we call you deep blue three. That's right. <laughs> um, and the big one and but <laughs> this game rewards that as well like just making sure that you're paying attention to and planning a few moves ahead you don't have to have a master plan that you stick to no matter what just as long as you sort of see the future just well enough to to do a little bit of planning you're good and um yeah i i really enjoyed playing it i haven't really gone back to it since i like walked up to the biggest guy in the room and fucking punched him in the face and walked out the door. But um, I look forward to going back to it when I'm, when I'm done with some of the other games that I've been playing lately. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's in early access, but it, it plays really well. Um, 
the game is basically done, but they're putting finishing touches on it and sort of polishing a few, um, you know, they're just tweaking variables at this point. And they have plans to open up a whole bunch of other stuff on down the road, you know, adding new characters and everything. But um, as far as early access games go, it's super complete. And it's just, you know, it's just polishing from here on out. But it's really good. Um, if you like anything that I've sort of described, then it's uh, it's worth it. I think it's 25 bucks on the Epic Store right now. And if you give them 25 bucks, you can have the privilege of giving them $4.99 more for the first game. And apparently people oh. really like the first game. so It's pretty good. Yeah. It's a nice little game whose ass I whipped immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud of that fact, in case you couldn't tell. You do seem pretty into it. So, uh, speaking of into it, I was into my number two game. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to talk about like TurboTax. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very moment thing, you know. Like, uh, So, my number two is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. Um, that is this year's Miles Morales. Uh, it is not as good as Miles Morales. That game is is polished to perfection. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has a, it, it had some problems when it launched. I'm sure they have probably patched out the the few weird glitchy things that were happening when I played it because I could just, when it came out, I just fucking consumed that game. If my brand is single player, no multiplayer bullshit, story driven, linear story games, this is it. I mean, this this falls right in my wheelhouse and it's really good. It's a good brand to have. It's a really well told story. It has some of the best, if not the best, video game acting I've ever seen and heard. Uh, like, legit good acting from a cast of basically unknowns. Like, it's not... None of the people are regular known video game actors. You're not going to get that guy who does the every voice on the pinball FX mm -hmm. tables. Like, these are... these are Like Marvel's Avengers, the other game, when you first saw the characters you kind of re your brain immediately rebels against it. You're like, that's not mine. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. They don't look like the movies, which I don't even understand why we're doing that because movie games for the longest time haven't done that. So yeah. I don't understand why all of a sudden we have that standard, but these people establish these characters as their own instantly. And it is very, very engaging. They are... If you're if you've seen the movies, you are familiar with the characters, but you're not necessarily familiar with the world where everything is right now. Like, mm -hmm. you know, something like you can infer some things like, OK, that happened, but it's it's not a, it's not a known quantity. Like, you're, you're still kind of surprised by where things are going. So um, it's its own universe. And it's what is the gameplay character action with some kind of light. RPG ish kind of like tell your companions to go do things yeah, while okay. you're fighting. So, I, I mean, I'm not trying to dash anything, but the reason I think the main reason it's on my honorable mentions and not on my top five is, I to me that's a, like a, it, that's a disappointing thing to do. I mean, you've got a team based game, and you know, or I mean, you've got a team based thing like a property. Like, I mean, it's not like you made Miles Morales or something where it's like I'm Spider Man. And, you know who. Who else would I want to control but Spider-Man? <laughs> you know, like, this one is just like, you're Peter Quill, and everyone else is just like a summon, sort of. And it's like, 
kind of. That, that's kind of annoying to me. Like I, I don't know. It's just like that. They're like they're like Mass Effect battles. You you yeah. you're not controlling your companions. They're doing shit, and then mm-hmm. you could say, "Hey, do this other shit," and they right. do it. Uh, but generally, they are just on the battlefield doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like I, it's to me, it's a little disappointing to take a property like this and not just a, a wholly single character Marvel property and and make one of these games. You know, like I, I know they're going where the money is. Like people are into the Guardians stuff, and it's like, but it just seems like. I would have rather seen them like I don't know, make a Blade game, make a Moon Knight game, make make an anybody game that's just like them doing their own thing, you know? Like I don't know, whatever. Just that's just yeah. my my thought on it. Yeah, but then again, maybe, maybe you wouldn't get the, the the emotional stuff that you're talking about too. Because, like I said, I, I think it's a good game. It's just like it it was a little disappointing because I I think it was just one of those games where I was like, I heard that they were making it. I heard it was like the Avengers team, and I was like. Okay, so I, I guess we're going to be getting the same thing, or at least maybe a little bit less Destiny esque version. But I just assumed that it was going to be a pick pick your character that you want to play on this mission on this map, or you know mm-hmm. swap between them at any time or something. Yeah, no, you you were Peter Quill one hundred percent of the time. Yep. Um, I for me, I think that helps the narrative because you you are able to craft if Peter Quill is a total dickhead or if he's a sympathetic character. Um. There, there's a way to navigate through that game where you can do either or, um, which is funny because everyone else is all constantly giving you shit for everything. And you can either be like, yeah, I suck. Or be like, come on, guys, let's all work together. Come on. You know, we're the guardians. You know, yeah. um, I, I will say the the inspiration thing. That is like one of the best <laughs> fucking mechanics in a video game ever. It's like it's real. That's it, so good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You level up this meter in battles where all of a sudden it's basically like timeout and everyone huddles up and, and yeah, you have to like listen to what they're saying so that what you're saying isn't counteractive. You have to give yeah. them a pep, pep talk basically based on their yeah. mood. <laughs> yeah, so, you're giving the motivational yeah. speech and you can fuck it up and they just are like. Uh, we were doing fine. You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if or, you get it, but if you get it right, it of course kicks in like one of the great mini songs that's on the soundtrack. Yeah, you know, as as you start fucking people up, like to yeah. So it's awesome the song. final countdown is playing, and you're fucking yeah. up bad guys. I mean, I was just saying, there's a there's a as good of a soundtrack for this game as there are the movies. Yeah, and just you yeah. Know, it's just. Did you say a great MIDI song or a? One of the great mini one of the songs. one of the great mini songs. Oh, okay. I was songs. I, I was yeah, real stoked for a second that we we're gonna have a bitchin' <laughs> midi soundtrack in a 2021 game. <laughs> that would have, that would have been rad. <laughs> but no, it's the actual songs. Boo. So, also, you have a jukebox on your ship, so you can just go and play any song you want to play. Mm-hmm. Actual licensed music. Yep. Nice. A whole bunch of it. It's Square and IDOS. They have money to spare. Yeah. Well, sure. So does fucking Rockstar, but <clears throat> yeah. What they don't they, got MJ What did they money. not license? Oh, What's, they they fucked up the Grand Theft Auto remasters and oh. did not did not put the songs back in that they took out. Oh, okay. Well, it's Mac. good. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I need to play that one. That's not on Game Pass, right? Like that's a you still no. got to buy it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll put it on my wish list when a sale pops I, up. I want to say it's well, it's on sale right now. I think actually until tomorrow. <laughs> I think it's part of that. Well, maybe I'll log on and get it then. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I think it was one of them that was on there. Yeah, it's it's routinely been twenty bucks. Yeah, like three weeks after it came out. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, my number two 
is a game that came out in 2017, but it is a board game and it's Spirit Island, which has jumped up to one of my favorite games of all time. Doesn't matter what kind of game it is. It's, I mean, there is an app, so I guess it could technically qualify as a video game as well. That's a video game. Yeah, yep. and it's on Steam. Um, yeah, that is a game that I have returned to again and again, and I have not gotten sick of it. And it's one of those that is designed where uh, whatever character you play changes the way that you play the game from the start. And uh, there are plenty of adversaries you can add and scenarios you can add to up the difficulty to levels that are just like, I don't know how human beings beat this level of difficulty. <laughs> But there are people apparently in some of the groups I'm in that have, they're like, oh yeah, I regularly play at this level. And I'm like, either you're full of shit or you're like, you have a superpower that is playing this game specifically. But either way, um, you know, if you want to, the last, I believe it's the last episode in Orcors, I went, talked about it for like 10 minutes, but absolutely fantastic game. Um, and I, don't regret all the money I've spent on the expansions and getting the polystyrene map and all the other shit. Um, it's a, just an amazing game that one day when we're past COVID, I will actually get to play with you guys and be able to teach you, but who the fuck knows when that'll be. And that's a bummer, <laughs> but as it is, it still works as even a single player game, you know, where you can just piece it out with your brain. It just, takes a really long time to play because there are so many decisions that have to be made. And when you're only one person making those decisions, it can really add up if you, uh, if you're controlling, you know, multiple spirits. So, but I absolutely love it. It is way up there in my best games of all time list. Cool. So I guess cool. uh, people's number ones or whatever they felt like or talking about last. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically I think this would be my number one okay. if I were, trying to rank i mean it's hard to say because i mean like you said hades is i mean i i would i would not hesitate to say hades is a top three game for me of all time mm. i mean that's not a stretch i mean i don't I'd, think <laughs> i'd give this year to hades too if or not to yeah. hades too god i wish there was a hades too <laughs> please fucking give me a hades too yeah it's um, gonna be a while if that you know, ever happens i kind of don't want them to make a hades too no they're I mean, not I know going that sounds to. weird I just well, I, I know this they're is not weird. about sequels I anyway. to make, Yeah, I want them to move on to something else. I, mean, I yeah. just would love to have another story-based reason to play yeah. more of that game. I have anyway, I, I've never made a top ten of all time, but it probably mm -hmm. has like twenty games on it right now that I'm just like that's in the top ten of all time. You know, but yeah. I've never actually like sat down and been like, okay, like you know, these games need to be in that list. But I feel like yeah. no matter how I draft it, Hades would make that ten somehow. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm fairly safe in saying that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyway. it would probably be number one for me as well. Yeah. Um, however, since I'm going to more specifically talk about this year and I, you know, the fact that I have been playing 80s in some form or fashion for what seems like the last five years, uh, no. But I, specific to this year, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Far Cry 6 for my top game. Ooh. I mean, I don't think that's much of a shock either. Um, and I also feel like that's one where, like, it came out and people were like, okay, yeah, it's more Far Cry. Fuck, I don't care. You know, it's <laughs> like everyone had some serious Far Cry apathy, I think, going on with that one. Yeah. Uh, not me. Um, I'm fucking on board with the Far Cry's. What is, you know, the thing is, <laughs> the thing to me is like Far Cry, the Far Cry games, you know, since three at least, are like a good 30, 40 hour experience 
and then you can say you're kind of done with it. Like, you know, like you go, you go explore everything, you go fight the bad guy, you beat him, and then you're just like, yep, all right, I'm basically done with this game. It's, it's kind of crazy to me that like people seem burnt out on that, and then yet, like yearly, we're, we were getting Assassin's Creed games that were huge, sprawling, 80, 100 hour games to fucking do mm-hmm. everything, you know, mm-hmm. and. I, you know, I just like, how can you be sick of this? I'm like, you know, it's a, it's a tight fucking fun experience where, you know, you can set animals on people and snipe them and sneak up and I don't know. It's just, it's my kind of jam. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still fun. I, I, I don't know how I would rank all the modern Far Cries and, you know, I don't know if we throw Blood Dragon in there as part of that, you know, is, or is that a side thing? Uh, That's know. a locked number one. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, is that a side thing? Is that different to, you know, the primary stories is primal in there like how does it all work you know <laughs> i don't know because then you have new dawn that's just on a number and is that part of five you know is that a continuation of finishing five i don't yeah how do you mm. how do you say so this one's good and it looks real good and a shout out to my weird favorite pastime in it which was sitting and playing fucking <laughs> hours and hours of dominoes mm. i don't know why the mini game of dominoes in that game i can't I would be embarrassed if I actually had a counter. Like, if there was a counter in the Dude. game, I'd probably be embarrassed. So it's like Liar's Dice in Red Dead? Yeah. Like, I just kept fucking playing yeah. it. And like, Is there a point where you can stand up and go, Domino, motherfucker? <laughs> Everyone's just kind of... Like, the other three players that are always playing are just kind of all shitty enough that, like just beating them is good enough like revenge because like there's one lady that really talks shit and i fucking hate her like i mean like i've never wanted to punch a video game character harder than this lady um because yeah that's the way she talks shit about my my dominoes game and uh yeah fucking old bag of bones <laughs> um anyway but yeah I, it's just it's fun i i liked it and gene carlo esposito is always a good bad guy so he definitely did some good. You know, I was very motivated to see him gone. <laughs> Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. I but, mean, but yeah, as with all Far Cry villains, I think. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like reception to Far Cry Six was kind of lukewarm. Yeah, um, there was a lot of hype because of uh, Huapo and Chorizo, mm-hmm. but after release, like I'm, I even follow the Far Cry subreddit and. You know, there are a lot of posts about it, but it just didn't seem like, holy fucking shit, this is a good Far Cry game. Yeah. Um, it did not capture the, the zeitgeist. Like, it was yeah. not out there. People were not talking about mm-hmm. it at all. So, like, I, I don't want to ask you to rank the Far's cry, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, like, would you say it's an average Far Cry game or an above average Far Cry game? Well, <laughs> I guess I guess that depends on, like, what you... like. I mean, I suppose we're talking three past three because I mean the one and two were very different games. I mean they weren't yeah. like these other ones at all. Um, I, so I mean, like I don't. Like, what do you think is the best of those? Like besides Blood Dragon, I mean, like oh, uh, like three, four. I mean, Pig and Min. I mean, I like, who's like you know? Man, that's really tough because I hate the like there are Dragon things that I really three. hate about the story in every Far Cry game. Sure. Um. Because they I think, make you I do think some Pagan really Min has dumb the best stuff. Story one, because I just yeah. feel like that's like the least like ambiguous. It's just like this guy needs to fucking die, and there is no really question about it. <laughs> like no right. one's trying to be like, yeah, but Jason, what if you were part of the <laughs> island? And blah 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 blah. And look at my titties. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So probably <laughs> that four. one's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> 
because the 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 way that five ended really soured me sure uh, yeah. oh yeah jesus yeah god the crazy thing is the I most would nihilistic honestly, game i would honestly say i think five might be my favorite game to play of all it's of them. real like good, like gameplay wise yeah gameplay wise i think that one is probably just the i had the most fun playing because it's like i felt like the tone was just right i mean i felt like they embraced dumb things like the shovel launcher and stuff like that. You know, I just felt like <laughs> everything was like the right balance of stupid and and yeah. But yeah, I mean, but story wise, it fucking sucks. So. Every well, everything leading up to the end is actually good. Sure. It's just the yeah. end really like, yeah, like don't give there's, me there's, a there's... fucking power fantasy video game and pretend to give me agency and then snatch it away at the end. Mm-hmm. So. But if you're looking for that, Far Cry Six will deliver. It is not okay. It it it, it is the, fairly the, straightforward. And in, the in ending doesn't of, make you want to punch it. No, 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 no. Like you know, like things happen, and you're like, "Yep, okay, I'm I'm satisfied with that ending. It's not super ambiguous. I mean, you know, there's a some there's some layer of ambiguity, I think, to it because I I just feel like it's almost insensitive to make a game about certain subjects and and treat them so blindly or black and white you know like i mean you can't just say we're gonna have a giant like coup and overthrow the government or whatever and not have some fucking wrinkles to that you know <laughs> like so i mean it does kind of address some of the like the casualty aspect of the freedom fighters and on the other side and you know is everyone necessarily a bad guy but it's like at the end of the day the bad guy is a fucking bad guy <laughs> you know it's like that's that's clear and not never like yeah it just it, it does kind of like the yeah but what about you know <laughs> this person like where are they are they all bad yeah from time to time gotcha yeah okay it sounds like i probably need to finally buckle down and, and play it sure same here you should finish two first <laughs> no <laughs> enough Please, people for the love have, of god finish two <laughs> enough people have asked me to finish far cry 2 that i now no longer want to do it <laughs> okay you hey, could reverse hipster <laughs> don't 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 play far cry 2 yeah i don't want to see it anymore yeah Okay, Harlow. You, you really suck at it. I know. So you probably shouldn't play it. <laughs> I know. That's why I had a death counter. Well, all right, fine. I don't, I don't know how this works. <laughs> we tried. Obviously so. not. A game I do know how it works. Uh, again, not in any specific order. This is just the one that I have a segue for now uh, because it's the last one on the list. Um, uh, uh, State of Decay 2. State of Decay 2 continues to um, improve itself and continues to, for some reason, add content and continues to, every single month, they put out a patch and patch notes and they add, um, they've got this this thing called the Bounty Broker, which is a dude that's on all the maps and Harlow knows all about this, but every month he has a new pack of stuff that you can go get from him. Um, and this game's been out for a number of years now. Yeah, like three's coming out any day now. <laughs> right, they're actively working on the third one. Like, it's yeah. it's coming. We're just waiting for them to, you know, they'll probably just say, oh, hey, uh, State of Decay 3 is out, and it's done. Here you go. Download it for $20 or whatever. Um, they even went so far as to, like, two months ago, they dropped a... Um, they dropped like a new texture pack for an entire map and just like completely revamped all of the 
tree, ground cover, rock, and sky textures. Just complete redo. <laughs> um, and they added in a bunch of like um, a bunch of new nighttime effects and particle effects. And a few months before that, they basically changed how a major component of the game worked because they thought it was a really good idea and turns out it actually is um but yeah they're it's more on my list because i'm impressed by the developers than the game is pretty good you know harlow can attest to the fact that it's a fun to play video game but just big kudos to the devs for not doing a bunch of like microtransaction-y bullshit, supporting the game for a long time, making a good experience, and you know just continuing to add value to a game that honestly could have been considered done like two years ago. So, yeah, um, it's still got uh, some bugs here and there, but it's a you know large open world with a lot of things going on video games. So what the fuck do you expect? That's gonna happen. Basically, Grand Theft Zombie. I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> more or less. I mean, with some more, a little bit more survival aspect than a GTA game, but you yeah, know, I mean, because you have like, you know, health and food concerns and things like that. But. Right. But all that stuff is not. It's not that cumbersome. <laughs> no, not once you get out of the first few hours of the game and get your, you know, get your feet under you. It's really trivial. Um, I, I highly recommend everyone downloading the game just just long enough to, you know, unlock the meat wagon and get a drive around in it because that's a that's a great thing in a video game. I feel like yeah. that's such a good idea. True, it's a giant wagon that drops meat out of the back and moves and moves and it, yeah, so it attracts zombies and then they but they don't chase you; they chase the big hunk of meat that you just dropped out. Yeah. So of course, you basically drop it, wait a little bit, and then just beep beep yeah. <laughs> <Both of> them. <laughs> yeah. It's it's super good and again kudos to the to the devs for in twenty twenty one doing stuff that you kind of just don't expect. Very, very pleased to see that sort of thing because you know <laughs> bigger studios are like, um, well, we patched it in two thousand fourteen. What do you want? Or they do shit like Call of Duty Warzone and they drop a new patch every seven seconds that's 90 gigs and then they expect you to, you know, buy a bunch of $20 anime girl skins. Fuck you, yeah. Warzone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that was personal. <laughs> uh, well, okay, speaking of personal, <laughs> um, my number one game of the year is... If you were paying any attention to me when this game came out, I spoiled it for you. Uh, it's The Artful Escape. I said it when I played it, and nothing changed my mind after it. That is just a beautiful, joyful experience. Uh, doesn't wear out. It's welcome. It's only like a three-hour game. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I hear your concern. Yeah, I know. I just had to be the I, one. I heard it in the last episode. Mm -hmm. I, I understand it, mm -hmm. uh, but it is still... It is still a thing I am interacting with, I, and it, but here's the thing. So I, I I totally recognize it is barely a video game, like just the basic, <laughs> most basic ass qualities to say this qualifies as a video game. I understand that, but it's whenever like, it's like that section, it's, the entire game is that one section in Red Dead Two. Uh, <laughs> 
keep pushing in that direction, you'll you'll be fine. I just think that if the thought was even creeping into my brain that like, oh, this isn't much of a video game, at the very least, everything that I am triggering by moving left to right and holding X is rad. It looks rad. It sounds rad. Everything about it is simply glorious. I, I loved every single second of it. And it, it didn't wear out its welcome to the point where I was like, I wish it had done that. Like, I just, I never had that moment. And it has a core story that while I don't necessarily identify with the main character because I did, I'm not in that scenario, I definitely was, felt compelled by his quandary, which was, you know, I'm the nephew of basically Bob Dylan. I don't want to be Bob Dylan. Everyone wants me to be Bob Dylan, though. I'm kind of trapped. I, I, I just think that's super compelling because this guy is not a douchebag. He's just like, I have talent, so people say, but I want to do this this weird thing. I want to be fucking Ziggy Stardust, and everyone wants me to be Bob Dylan. What do I do? And then he gets fucking taken to space, and aliens teach him <laughs> who he actually is uh, via Carl Weathers and other <laughs> famous guest voice actors. Oh, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. So Actual Carl Weathers? Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, he's not playing Carl Weathers. I mean, no, is, I'm out. But is the actual Carl Weathers? No, doing it's, the voice. it's not. <laughs> if it was just Arrested Development, Carl Weathers coming in, yeah, that's that would have make been a trivia space shit. But yeah, no. Yeah, I, it's just it's just a beautiful experience, and we were sorely lacking in those in 2021. Yeah. Uh, is Jason Schwartzman and Lena Headey? Is that the other yes. two yes. big name people? Yeah, and uh, 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 yeah, I feel like there's maybe one more. The, the guy from the Kingsman movies. Guy from the Kingsman movie. Oh, Mark yep. Strong. Yes, Mark Strong. Also, yes, that's the first person I would think of, except that you made me remember that he was a voice in it, but <laughs> just not how I would describe. The guy from the Kingsman, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It worked because I remember that he was a voice in the game. Yeah. Right. That's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, my number one of the year is definitely a number one, and that is Hitman 3. For anybody who wasn't <laughs> expecting that, I don't know where you've been, but uh, Hitman was my game of the generation for last generation, and Hitman 3 is more of that just more refined and uh yeah i i mean i loved every map they released for the new version even the very super linear one that was uh the final level but at least that gave some interesting story stuff at the very end but uh mm-hmm. yeah I, I that game's great they integrated all of the previous games into it with all of the upgrades and weapons and everything that uh that is in the new one. That's right. So it is now like you buy that version. And if you, you know, when you get the other ones on sale for whatever it is, 10 bucks now you've got, you know, almost what is it? 20 something maps to play Mm -hmm. Hitman on. And yeah, that I continue to love that game. I continue to love the stupid, stupid side things that they stuff in there when they just have characters talking to each other about stupid ass shit. You know, it's, it's great. Uh, like, and, I, and just the stupid chaos that you can cause by doing really weird things is always a joy to me. Like it will always be fun to set up stupid role group Goldberg stuff 
and then watch these dumb asses walk into it and like, you know, get electrocuted by picking up the iron that you've plugged into a, a thing where you've already adjusted the screws so that the electricity is in the puddle that they're standing in, you know, just all the, like just this dumb, dumb stuff. It's like the best combination of like, you know, an old adventure game with just, I I, I don't even know how to describe it with just like a murder simulator. (laughs) (laughs) The only way to describe it, you know, I mean that game still like, it's not fun once a firefight breaks out and you're not, you know, sneaking around doing dumb stuff, but everything up to that point is, is great. And uh, apparently they're finally doing more, actual dlc because the dlc i'll say this do not get the seven deadly sins dlc that they put out this year because it sucks and it's a ripoff and it is not good in any way shape or form but they're actually putting out new maps uh for a year two so i will be getting those new maps and i'll be playing the shit out of those maps too but uh (laughs) yeah game's great i I was going to point out that uh i have not actually purchased hitman the third yet because it's still fairly high price Mm -hmm. and i'm not that big of a fan of the series yeah. but i still keep buying them for some reason because there's there's still some dumb fun mm-hmm. to be had in them um but you can get the free starter pack of three and if you have one and two owned digitally you can still get like play those in the new engine without yep. having the like the content of three yep. so it's just kind of neat that like they put out a free starter yeah edition and like every couple the weeks they put out like they basically are just like hey you can play this map for free now mm-hmm you know, to kind of, I guess it kind of entice people to play it. And and that is definitely a game that, like, it does not work just marathoning it. Just being like, all right, I'm going to play every level in a row. Like, that's not the fun of the that game. The fun of that game is, like, really digging into a level and being like, okay, what stupid shit can I do my 10th run through this level? So, but yeah. And also, uh, getting the new version, if you've got the old versions the files in the new version are considerably smaller than the old versions were. So they've optimized the shit out of everything. So not only does it look better and play better, the file size is smaller. So there you go. Yep. What yeah, could be it, better? I, I will say it's a little confusing in the way that it handles it, it because is. it then makes one and two like DLC for three. Yes. And so you need to then make sure you don't have also have one and two still installed because that would just be double the content or, yeah. You know, more than um, double because you want those achievements. Install size. But... Sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess you can't unlock the achievements yeah. for the old one. No. Whatever. Well, they're hmm. all in three again. It's yeah. It's craziness, but yeah, that game continues to be awesome. They didn't fuck it up. Basically, you know, <laughs> that was my worry. Like when three came out, it was like, are <laughs> they gonna like fuck it up? And no, they didn't fuck it up. Good yeah. job. Yeah, the third one's always the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't argue that, but worst, unless you're talking about the grand theft auto worst or... when they're all great, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, yeah. it's still good. So there you go. There's our photies. Huzzah. Would you like an email from Kyle? Yay. Oh shit. An email. Oh yep. man. Out of the blue. Prepared for an email. He didn't even know we were recording tonight. He just wrote me and he's like, hey man, I'm sending an email. I'm like, well, send it before we record tonight. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? And then there oh, it was. Yeah. It popped up. So uh, this is from Kyle who says, a game. It's fun. Try it. Hey, No Quarters Crew. Kyle here after a correspondence hiatus and a podcast hiatus to be totally honest. Sure, yeah. 
Rather giving an unsolicited list of my photies, I just wanted to share one game that I think y'all would enjoy that counts some other time, but I discovered in 2021. My friend Pedro, Blood, Bullets, and Bananas. In this side-scrolling platformy shooter, you play a guy, just some guy in a mask who wakes up in the basement of a butcher shop. Luckily for you, a sentient banana shows up to send you on a violent ballet through the, through the criminal underworld. Flip, shoot, spin, and slow down time as you plow through armed mobsters, crazy killers, and mercenaries in ugly Christmas sweaters. The moment that sold me on this wild little game is when I came across a few enemies on a higher ledge. Rather than jump into the fray, I kicked a frying pan into the air, fired my Uzi at the pan, and watched as the ricocheting bullets took the mercs out. Later, I shotgunned a man, then kicked his now loose head at another man to stun him. Honestly, this feels like the Deadpool game we only wish we could have. I laughed my way through the symphony of chaos and highly recommend you give it a shot. It's basically on every platform and is under $20 on all of them. I got it for $9 on PSN. Take care, Kyle, a.k.a. late to the live stream, Kyle. Except for my within the yikes that BJ exclaimed when Jason busted through the wall next to him in our play of Friday the 13th. <laughs> I'm glad that keeps getting brought up because yep. it's hilarious. Also a highlight of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe that game is that game seems to have been free on Game Pass like since Game Pass launched. I think they like signed a contract like for eternity. I don't. I always see that icon of the big giant banana and I'm it it didn't seem like it was going to be anything like what just Kyle described there. Yeah, Yeah, I was Uh, like, I I just thought it was going to be like Viva Pinata or something. Like, I don't know. It's just like big, happy, smiling banana. Yeah. Yep. I guess yeah, it maybe just looked I like one of those, you know, can't eh. judge a game by its hot dog icon, I it, guess. It sounds <laughs> yeah. ridiculously violent. So there you go. Um, 20 bucks on Steam, overwhelmingly positive. So, hey, hey there you go. Sounds I mean, good. Sounds, sounds like it might have a, a touch of uh, super hot going on, too, just in terms of like, well, I didn't expect that to happen, but that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Like when you accidentally like throw a gun when you go to reload it and it ends up murdering a dude in super hot. <laughs> Just like, well. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you want to send us an email like Kyle did, send it to where my skull at noquarters.net. Uh, also visit us at noquarters.net. Check us out on the socials. Whatever it is, slash noquarters.net, you'll find us. Uh, twitch.tv slash no quarters net if you want to subscribe for our very rare live streams. So we won't like flood your your uh your inbox with notifications that no quarters is streaming yeah. it's like you're gonna see it and you're gonna be like holy shit they're streaming and then you'll watch yeah. it because you're like wow <laughs> right. like it's what what are they doing it, i thought they were it's dead. like you got it's invite. not like that one channel that like every morning at 6 a.m they start streaming <laughs> yeah yeah no. and you're like it's 6 a.m why would i even bother no it, it'll be like a tuesday night at 7 30 or something yep. You're, but you're going to feel like you got an invite to a secret show. It's going to pop up and you're going to be like, oh, right. shit. Yep. And real quick, speaking of where my skull, we did it, guys. I know. 50 Cent Blood on the Sand is backwards compatible on Xbox 360. BJ's got a copy. And, <laughs> I, keep, I keep that thing on me, you know. Oh, now apparently these are worth something. These are they worth, were pricey to begin with. Worth money. Like, Sealed copies were going for 75 bucks or so beforehand, and now they're going for big-time money. Cause... I paid like $7 so for this. Stupid. So. Yeah. But I'm not selling mine. I would not do that to you. No, fuck no. Absolutely not. To any of you they... or anyone in our <laughs> listening audience, because now I can play this on the internet for you. 
this does. But see, this is this is one of the games that they can't sell digitally. So yeah. that's why the disc is so yeah. crazy popular. Mm-hmm. This does make so. me wish I had stumped for Jet Set Radio Future harder, but I bet licensing I and music was, was the yeah, issue there. I think that probably wasn't going to happen. So oh well. Hey, is Holy that a, Grail happened. Is that an OG Xbox yes. title? One of the few popular ones that didn't get a get a backwards compatible version, but yeah. oh well, it's probably a music thing. Yeah, it had to have been a music thing. Oh well, I'll just dig out my OG Xbox and play it. Hell yeah! Grasp the Duke. Oh, the Duke! <laughs> Anybody buy any of those uh, Duke uh, those Hyperkin no. Duke controllers? No, no I when I saw they were it. when I saw they were wired out, that sucked all my. Yeah. Yeah. That really kills you it. Flavor for it out of it. You can just like, cut uh, the wire off. Well, yeah. I, I told you what happened with my my original <laughs> Xbox controllers, right? How the I had boxed everything up in my attic and scrolls got in my attic. <laughs> they chewed up the S, but they were too intimidated by the Duke and didn't touch <laughs> the Duke. They completely left the Duke alone, but the S, like the, uh, the uh, nubs were all chewed off. Oh, man. I assume we can like fix somewhere... nubs. Nubs are a fixable thing, my man. <laughs> yeah. On that one, I assume that somewhere there's like there's squirrel lore now about the Duke. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sort of like like the bears that rescue Baxter and Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they got this story. Like, beware of the Duke. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was like he was like that logo was bigger than me. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> they fucking duked me, man. Yeah. Squirrel lore about the Duke is a phrase that you just said out loud. Yeah. Episode title. Yeah. Squirrel lore about the Duke. Uh-huh. And people will have to yeah. listen to the end to find yeah, out what they we're talking about. Yeah, they have to three fucking three hours. hours and, what what and Chuck called it. Chuck was like, we're, we're all like, we don't have shit to say. And Chuck's like, we're going to yeah. talk for three hours. I guarantee it. And where, where are we? It's. Fuck. Yeah, we need to get out of yeah, here. It's, it's almost midnight. Yeah, we should. We should wrap it up. But yeah. But thanks for listening. Bye. Here's to another year. <laughs> we'll be back eventually. Who knows, man? Some season. This show yeah. is very, uh, it's fluid. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. But thanks for listening anyway. So let's get out of here. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out. <laughs>